When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Throwback Thursday with Kavino and Rich. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is what? Are you telling me you built a time machine? What a DeLorean? Thursday. I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Thursday. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Bueller. Who are you? I'm Batman. Ned Ryerson. Bang! Two in the box. Ready to go. Maybe fast and maybe slow. Throwback Thursday with Kavir Rich. Hello. Hello. Hope I'm not disturbing you, but, uh... I saw you from across the party, and uh, I don't usually do this, but I felt compelled to tell you something. You have an absolutely breathtaking hiney. I mean, that thing is good. I want to be friends with it. Well, you certainly know how to compliment a woman. Tell if you'll excuse me. Do you know who I am? No. I, I can't say that I do. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Really? People know me. Well, I'm very happy for you. One, two, three, four! Don't mind if I do! Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? So ridiculous. What? I'm such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. I'm a disc jockey. Here we go. Cavino and Rich. Let's go. Wow. Yeah. Let's go. Throwback Thursday. I have no clue on earth how Christina Applegate kept a straight face during that. Had to be multiple cuts. I love that line, though. I want to be friends with it. I use it often. One of my favorites. Hi, <laughs> back Thursday. You mean you mean you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> Actually, I want to talk about that. All right. I. In just a moment. But we're Cavino and Rich. Good morning. Good day. Throwback Thursday. Thank you guys for being here. I hope Thursday, you had a great Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Oh, we're going to Vegas today. Man. I know. I'm excited. Vegas, baby. Oh, Vegas, Vegas, baby. Vegas. 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 I guess Spud I should have played that. Yeah, man. Are you going, Spud? Uh, I don't think so. Aw, oh, boo. Yo, we are CNR. Happen. And we be rocking out. Let's go. Let's go. Here's uh. 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 <laughs> what I like to do. What's up, Ephraim? Oh, What's up, Jeff? What's up, Wes? What's up, William? <laughs> Kyle and all the Kyles rocking out with us. We appreciate you. Bow, bow. Shout out to Franz. Love that guy. Vegas, baby. Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas. We're going to be so money, bro, and we definitely know it.
So thank you guys for being here at Covino and Rich. Ooh. Call oh. and chime in. 412-267-7469. 412 to letter C in our show. So Rich, two things to compliment our Throwback Thursday. And then Rich has lots of stories to get to. Lots of observations. We're professional observationalists. Ain't that right, Jim Ramsey? Is that on your yeah. business card? Yeah. Ain't that right, Marcos, who wants his uh, monthly shout out? Ain't that right, Geoff and Dan Whistler and David Dominguez and all the people that listen. Ro, the Peruvian prince. I was texting him earlier today. What's up, bro? What's up, Ray Ray? What's up, world? You know what? You so, don't want to. Not a, You don't want to put someone out and hassle them. Ro, I'm going to Atlanta mm-hmm. and I have to stay there for one night before I go to the venue that I'm going to. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, crash by me. And I'm like, I would. But then I'm thinking like, do I want him to have to like get out his linens and be like, here's fresh towels and do all that. I don't want to put him through that. So I was like, dude, it's one night. I'll does, stay in a hotel, but doesn't he live in a Peruvian palace since he's a Peruvian? Prince? I, that's what I assume. There's probably just probably uh, gives you slippers. And, yeah. Right? He probably hands you a thing with all your fresh linens, but yeah, I was, land next week. It smells like bergamot. I land next week, like later at night. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do is be like, oh yeah, I'll be there at midnight. Like I imagine is- Rose set up is better than a hotel. Oh, I'm sure it is. It yeah. just, I don't want to bother him. You know, plus you can see Caitlin. Yeah. In her, in her nighty? In her nighty. Yeah. Her nighty? <laughs> yes. Is she one of the golden girls? Yeah. In her nighty. In her nighty. Have you seen that meme where in it's her like. Negligee. Have you seen that meme where it's like, fuck Victoria's Secret. This is what grandma wore, and a lot of you guys have like. And they had like seven kids, and it was like some moo I mean, my mom wears like some Ebenezer Scrooge nightgown. And that like shit did real. the job. Still rocks that shit. So anyway, thank you guys uh, for being here. You guys are like family. You're our friends. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thanks for all the support. What's up, Rolando? Mr. Happner. The question. What's up, Lynn? The question. I know you have a million things to get to all as well. The errands, but the question is already the being. The question is already being posed. What? Why is Spot not going to Vegas? So why, why aren't are you, you going, going to, to Vegas? Vegas? I don't. I don't. I, I. I wasn't vibing this time. I don't know. That's fine. Fair enough. I don't, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't vibing. Maybe like, it, I know it was, you told me about it, but I feel like it's been creeping up. It's also like a serious XM thing. Yeah. But when I tell you our responsibilities are it's like dinners and stuff, it's one thing yeah, to like go I to know. a concert and fade into the crowd. It's another thing to like be around people that we are, are five hour events, executives and yeah. me just being like, that's true. That's, but we have, we have chill time. Yeah, but we have like pay for my dinner. After it's that, like, that, it's like three open. or f- we're working for three or four hours in the afternoon. And besides that, four or five hours, have some bro time. Check it. I just looked at it this morning. Okay. The thing that says Kavino and Rich 10 to one. It says four to five hour event. I can show you right here. Right now. Four to five hours. Jeez. Workday. Four to five hour workday per artist. We're artists. You know what I see? Yeah, but you, that, you know what you, I see in this? No room. Oh, wait. No room. No room for spot? For spot. But there's plenty of room spot because <laughs> I'm sure we'll do some nice dinners. And I mean, stuff. how am I supposed to link into that? Well, either way, we're going to be there <laughs> for NADA. Your, and if you're around in Vegas or whatever, look out for us. Say something cool like Cavino, sweet Pompadour. Who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind. NADA. I'll drive out on Saturday. Representing. Sirius XM as Covino and Rich, which again makes no sense, but hey, we're not going to complain. I'll take it. We'll take it all day. So we're excited about it. It's sort of a step back to normal again. So I'm happy. I am so curious to see how Vegas is going to be. I'm curious. Am I going to sit at a blackjack table with dividers? Is there still glass and plexiglass? It's all gone. Are are people going to be wearing masks anywhere? Is it just a free for all as if the last two years didn't happen? According to our Vegas insider, Bree. 
apparently all that stuff is gone. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, a little sense of normalcy. Well, I love it. Um, but Spotty Boy, mm-hmm. we we are working like very limited. So if you do want to go, don't don't think of it that way. We're working three hours a day. I got the schedule right here. Contrary to uh, Zippy's uh, email. Maybe they're working them harder. I must have got the Mexican. wrong email. No, you got the original email that. So you you get there. It's a four to five hour event. So it's not like you're just there and that's it. But Spots is more than welcome to come still. I know that. that. I, I, think I'm, I think I'm like missing your point. Not that it matters. Don't I'm just think. Saying, I saw the schedule and it's like Cavino and Rich. We have three hour windows where we need to be at this this event. Because you're making it look like we're doing nothing and we got like responsibilities. But I still want Spot to come. I feel very included. I don't want you to think that I feel left out. I just I've for some reason it didn't vibe with me this time. Hey. Ain't no pressure. That's no fine, thing, man. But no, it's I, don't, I don't have to worry no, about it. I don't think I'm ready yet. I'm not ready yet to re-enter society. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I am either. <laughs> what are you waiting for? I'm not going to turn down opportunity. I have a trip planned next month. The to, reason we're even Vegas. asking Spot is because it's a free trip. Right. Right? We got our rooms. So I even told my brother if he wanted to come. It's his birthday weekend. I, that's how I looked at it. I said Spot. He suggested it, but then I, he backed out and, and Spot's backing out. So I mean, looks like, like we're going to have to live it up on our own, I guess. A Southwest flight was under $200 round trip and free hotel, free food. Probably would have driven there. Free fixings. Oh, I mean, probably would have wasted gas. I spent 500 bucks getting there and back. Yeah. The hell you will. In the mini, as the meme goes. So, hey. the desert with the top down. So, we, yeah, we, we, uh, we fly in a couple hours, which is why we started a little later today, because we wanted to end the show and then sort of be able to go to the airport and not have a lot of dead time in between. You know what bothers me about Rich is he always talks down as if I don't know what's going on. That's what bothers me. And then meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, they told us to wear specific things. And you were like, they did? It's yeah, they the way a- you say things. It's really annoying. Yeah, to but me. you said four or five hours, and I have the and exact it, schedule. And what does it say on the email that I just showed you? He's acting like What's I made the date it up. on that email. Meanwhile, see what happens morning, when I'm not involved. Hold on. Meanwhile, this morning, right? What's the I date? Was like, he goes, "Why are you wearing a leather jacket or whatever?" I'm like, "They specifically said to wear either a leather jacket or denim to go with our Series Six M T-shirts, and you're supposed to wear dark pants." Man, oh, I never thought that. With all the denim you have, and I'm, I'm like, surprised "Oh, okay, you didn't cool." Go with well, denim. they told us to pack all that stuff. You know, perfect for me because I got plenty of denim, plenty of leather. <laughs> I mean. But, you know, it's gonna be cool, he comes across as if, I don't know, you know. And ah. it's, it's very annoying to me. When you we, do don't need, we don't no, need to argue about it. You. Yeah, we don't need to argue about it. We don't need to argue about silly things. But it's very do subtle that. and typical and all the yeah, time. Yeah, but I think it's also you not admitting when you're wrong. I have a schedule I of your... I too. Spot. I have a Please. graphic of your Spot. face. Hold on. Pull I'm going to send this to you. Spot. Pull, pull this, this up. Is great. Pull this up. Perfect. I can't wait for this. I can't wait for I don't care. Okay. You I, don't just show up and then leave. That's you, not how it works. Oh, it is. So Rich is wrong. Oh, it is. No, you go there, you schmooze, you say hello, you have to be there, you stay around, you take pictures. With who? They take want pictures you to with have who? a four to five hour window. Rich just struts in and thinks he's the good time guy and fucking leaves when he wants. It's not how it works. Spot, please look at what I just sent you. Please look at what I just sent you. And then meanwhile, this guy doesn't even know that there's a wardrobe and he's telling me. And he's, and he's telling me. It, but he does that all the time. All the time. You didn't, you mean you didn't see it? No, dude, I saw it. I did see it. Oh, it's a nice photo. They used yeah. I, I'm, it, but it's, it's constant. It's not just this okay. moment. Right, it's, it's the tone all the time. Oh, okay. You mean you didn't get the email from oh, Tom? Okay. 
Are you talking about yeah, this? I, I, yeah, that thing that has... Uh, yeah. that, that's but the graphic. that's the time that we're supposed to be there. It doesn't mean you show up at 10 and you leave at 1. You'll show up at 10 to it's 10. It's four to five hour window. And you'll leave, it at, right and you'll leave at 105. <laughs> now check, now pull up what I just sent you, Spot. Oh, this is... Wait, who sent this? Rich sent that. Oh, hang on. Yeah, that's what I sent. Oh, I sorry. sent you the straight up itinerary. You, no, no, it's not the itinerary. The you have, you have of the, the event. You have make the. Make sure there's no. Uh, yeah. Make sure there's no like money or things involved. Yeah. Because that's what it's for. It it's was just for, like, Rich hey. is always talking down of, I don't know what's going because on. What Meanwhile, you're, what he you're showing what's going on, and I simply told him, and it's an okay thing. What you're showing but is the constant, order. constant, constant, eh. constant. It's, it's irrelevant. You're just showing the order it's form, which irrelevant. is like, hey, it's a buildup of, of events. Sorry. They're pretty much saying <laughs> we, they, the they could use the talent for four to five hours without, without having to pay them more. Here we go. That's all. What does the top thing say? Right. Very top. Up the, top. Uh, 10, 17, uh, you have two bars and full Wi-Fi. No. Oh. And your battery is probably about 70%. Hour work day, four to five hour work day. Four to five hour work day. Oh, I thought that said four to five, like you were only working no. for an hour. Four to five hour work day. It's, so, all, it's all good. Look at the first line, though, under details. Please read that. We will be asking Rich slash Steve as a duo and Rachel Steele solo to DJ the Series X and booth three hours each day on 311. Yeah, but 312. it's a four to five hour work day. Yeah, but you're, you're not just there and you're, hey, what's up? All right, I'm out. That's not how it works. So you probably show up, do a little emceeing, and then play Please. some music. I wouldn't show too much of that email because it's a company email, but right? I want you to see what I'm talking about because then Rich is acting like I don't know, and he always does that, and it's fucking annoying. Meanwhile, this guy doesn't know either. I had to tell him what to pack because he didn't know. What are you packing for? <laughs> oh, where does it say what you have to wear? But I don't say that shit. He says that shit to me all the time. You mean you didn't get the email? We may Fine. need them to do a meet and greet. The both emailed the other. And or DJ at one of the partner booths. And we are still finalizing plans. I want to budget five hours just in case. Yeah, I'm doing that also. Oh, so there you go. Five hours. No, I'm doing a different Four event. Four to five hour event. Says it right there in the top. Maybe I should go. The time in which the event <laughs> takes place As are those three hours. But you don't just show up. There's a setup. You're probably schmoozing a little bit. You're saying hi. You didn't say, hey, Ralph, later. Bye. What is this event again? Hey, wait, nice to meet you. Hey, you got so fat. Good to see you. Fuck out of here. It's not how it works. It's, it's cars, right? NADA is like a big. But is here it in my car. Technology event. Fuck out of Is it new cars or old cars? Um, or like technology in cars? I always forget what NADA is. NADA, NADA is. stands for. Uh, Nada. <laughs> nothing. Not out of your fucking business. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So, anyway, on a Throwback Thursday, I want to acknowledge and honor the Throwback Thursday by wearing my Muhammad Ali t-shirt. Yo, bro. My leather jacket. My sweet ass diamond earrings. <laughs> 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 and uh, I want to get into it because we have lots to get to. But a lot of times I talk about how Spot's decision to not go is looking good right Seriously. now. <laughs> That's right. Do, do I want to be in between this? No, thanks. No, but it's, it's a buildup. It's constant. I know. He uh -oh. acts like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, I'm coming from a reference. Been Meanwhile, when he doesn't know, I simply tell him, but I don't make him feel like, you mean you didn't know? I That's how Rich is with everything. Tell me he's not. Didn't you see the email? Didn't you see it? I guess you didn't see the email. I mean, you do have to admit that Rich is a little bit more into the, the details of things. organizational details. That's how details. he comes across. I knew it. That's my reference. The only reason I'm showing you is because that's where I got it from. Didn't make it up. 
Okay. So your okay. track record isn't the greatest with. Thank uh, you, thank oh, you, Spot. I wasn't gonna sorry. say. I wasn't gonna say. You guys are the most organized. No, I'm on the top worst. of everything. When it comes to my work events, I know what's going on, ah. and it's kind of insulting. <laughs> when it comes to planning things out, you got a point. When it comes to what I have that to do for work, I come me. prepared. In fact, more prepared than both of you guys, if you want to play that game. So <laughs> I don't even know what game you're playing. Parcheesi. I'm playing this game. All right. You know how I always tell you, Jordan asks me questions that are just so odd and I don't know the answers to them and I feel off about that because she assumes that I should know but I can never give you reference oh about do you what have an example are. yeah I wrote it I down just from yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. no but this just happened you mean they built a time machine out of a DeLorean <laughs> so yesterday Jordan's like what are we gonna eat and we went and just got Italian food right What'd you get? for pickup what'd you get gabagoo no, just uh, I got just grilled chicken and Caesar hey. salad. Yeah, just, I get got some mozzarella. She got straight up rosemary bread and Ooh. chicken parm. She got a little focaccia. She got all. She got all the fixins and pasta. I got a little fixin? thing of grilled chicken and Caesar salad because I'm fat and I gotta watch what I eat. So Caesar salad isn't the most healthiest of dressings. Just so you know. No, I know that, but you know. It was a little, it was a small size. Yeah, you know, it's like Caesar was fat. <laughs> yeah, see, not, yeah, but if you're doing keto, it's all fats, less sugar. Do you remember and carbs. people would be like, "Yo, Julius, so, what have you been eating, bro?" No. And he's like, Caesar, "Not clean." Caesar was like some fat Mexican dude because remember it was from a restaurant in Tijuana. Yeah, people, you don't know that. Yeah, it was it was, it was Caesar. Not Caesar, not Hail Caesar, not that guy. No, it was Caesar. Not a Caesar, Caesar. Yeah, it was the guy who they named the haircut after the, the Caesar, like the haircut. That guy. Julius Caesar Augustus. What's up, Augustus Greg Kelly? Caesar. Weren't they cousins or brothers? I got to explain something to Greg. My defensiveness comes from oh, yeah, Greg. multiple moments. Not this one isolated moment. Right. It's constant. It's the buildup. It's the strong. What hotel are we staying at? Vidara. So suck my dick because you didn't even know that dork. He's such a dork. Oh, he didn't even know. I told him. Can you send photos? I've never said it. He acts. He's such a fucking brain dead ninny. He acts like he knows when I'm the guy you know, that told him. You know, I'm the guy that told him that. Well, That's a typical I, I'm, example. I'm pretty sure you did not tell yes, me that. Yes, I did. He had no clue. You know, I told him that. You know. <laughs> That's a typical example of what I'm talking about. I will argue. Well, where are we staying? Can I, be the, I bet you didn't know. Can I be I the mediator? What? Yeah. I'll be the, let me be the mediator. <laughs> let me get in between you guys. Yeah. Um, I will say that, you know, while it's the tone, that's all it is. Continue. Let me get in between you guys. While Rich is a little bit more um, organized with he's the not details. Organized. He's no, an he loves, obsessed hyper ninny. But he's an obsessed have, hyper ninny yeah. that loves dealing with people. Yeah, that's not he's organized. Constantly he's dealing with busy people. Body. He's a busybody. He loves people. That's busybody behavior. That's not, he's on top of it. He loves people. He loves a piece of people person. Calm down. But I would argue that he is a little bit condescending to, towards Cavino. Yes. When it comes All to things time. like this. Because Both of those assumes, right. Just like how I assume that I don't know how Cavino gets through his day. No like, offense, I don't know how, I don't you know are how, too, though. I know. You are too, but, but you're, I, out, I you're not in so. this conversation. I don't know how like Cavino gets home or like functions or like eats meals or any of that. Spot has the theory you don't eat meals I'm because he doesn't think you can prepare us I'm a thing. I'm convinced you don't know how to function in your day. And like you just kind of you're coasting through like Adam Sandler and click, but you are capable. You're an adult. You're an adult male, and you've gotten this far. So why not assume that he knows what he's doing and just do a a, a friendly check? Try not Let to be as condescending. This. Who just shows up? Never me. I pay attention to detail and I come prepared. He does. Okay. 
who's the guy you never have to worry about when it comes to what's going on when it's time to shine and when it's time to do your job? If you know how to get there. Yeah. I'm doesn't just matter. Saying. You just, Rich struts there, but he don't know what's going on. No, Rich floats there, or no, Rich rides I, there on a I unicorn. I ride there on a unicorn. Born first. So anyway, Greg, it's not about this isolated incident. It's a constant, constant, constant. The Vidara is all suites, amazing rooms. Oh, fuck. Vidara is no casino, remember? Oh, well, it's fuck. connected to yeah. the Aria that has a casino. Oh, fuck. Exacto Mundo. Man. All right, so. The Vidara and Aria, the Vidaria. <laughs> it's Vidara, right? Yeah. Vidaria. They booked it. We didn't even book it. That they booked nice. it, so. Probably cheaper. And I told Rich that because Rich was like, we got to book the rooms. Oh, and I said, Vidara, no, Vidara, I never said we need to book room. I said, we need to book the flights. You did too. Because I knew that you I was the one that you know why they brain dead moron. Uh, you did too. And I said, I, I never said we need to book the rooms. I never said we need to book the rooms. You because said I we talked to, have the to book the rooms. And I said to you over the phone, because you called me. You're probably thinking of someone else. Because I would never. I'm not. I knew this before you did. No, you didn't. You didn't. You did not, because I had this conversation with you over the phone. And I said, no, I said they already booked the rooms. They said it right here in the email. Yeah, I, and I'm pretty sure I seen a screenshot. And I should go back to find I, that, yeah, too. I'm going to look for it right now. Because, because uh, I read a, it to you, and fact. I remember. Okay. They booked the rooms, because you told me about it. We got to book the rooms. I said, no, it says in the email they booked the rooms. I never said we had to book the rooms. I yes, swear on everything in my life that I never okay. said that, because I talked to the person about. Who are you going to believe? The guy I can't remember a, anybody's name or what happened yesterday, or me when I specifically had this the conversation. You know what, Kavita? I got nothing going on. You think I forgot? You think I made that up for the fun of it? I do nothing. You know what, Kavino? 80% you are right. of the day. You're right. You're exactly right, Kavino. Everything you say is right. You had a, you were really on Anyway, I'm trying to move on. And you're the greatest. But you know constant, what? You know constant, what, Rich? You, you too, you're very helpful. And, uh, you know, we work as a good team. Uh, it's really good that we can do this together. I'm gonna ask I'm really if I can. I'm gonna ask if I can work with Rachel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask if I can do a fucking. Do, uh, thank you for doing all the no. details. We, but just so you know, I'm also on top of things. But let's do this together. Uh, well, we're a great team. I'm High ask, five. I'm gonna ask Rachel Steele if she wants to work with y'all. <laughs> Rachel Steele, you want to work with Camino? My mom said I'm getting. I'm. My family's getting tired of spot putting me down because I'm a very successful young man. Who's putting you down? I don't know how young I am. You. You just went on this whole. Would it be soliloquy of how I, I don't know how, how to get anywhere and you don't know if I oh, eat? No, you yeah. forgot about all that shit? Uh, As I sit here and look at you like, no, who's this fucking I, guy but to talk you to me that the way? End of, I, I said, but, I, who, but what makes you guys so great all the time? I don't get actually, it. I don't get either of you. Actually, I listened back and you said, you did say that all that stuff, but then at the end you said how you're a really capable individual and you're an adult male no, and you're able I, to take care of yourself. I, I listen. So you know what? I, I did listen to that. You. I heard what you said. I look at you and I listen. I bite my tongue and I say, what the, what the f- you guys are out of your mind. But anyway. He says it I too. Was, How are you bro dragging me down? See, that's the thing. When I mess with you guys, it's funny and it's playful. When you mess with me, you say some stupid shit. And I just take it and I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Oh, yeah, I don't know how to do anything. I don't know how to eat. Oh, I don't know how to get anywhere. And then people start to believe that shit. I've never and seen, that's what's messed up about it. I've never seen you prepare a meal in my life. Doesn't matter. I don't, I don't need you to prepare my meal. I don't need Jordan I have to, prepare to prepare my meal. meal. I don't need anybody to prepare my meal. So anyway. What'd you have for dinner last night? I went. I told you I got you Italian, Italian food. Gabagool. Yeah. What does that mean, Spot? What does that mean? Yeah, takeout. I had takeout. He, doesn't want, he, want, he wanted some gabagool. Like maybe once or twice a week. Gabagool. Maybe, maybe twice a week. 
Right? So, Gabagool. No Gabagool. I had Maria's Italian Kitchen. Gabagool. And Gabagool. it was hey, good. Maria's Italian, Maria's Italian Kitchen is very good. Do you went to the one here? Or the one, is there one by you? There was one right around the corner from where you used to live. <laughs> yes, in Sherman Oaks. Same, same, same like exact a sister thing. restaurant? Same thing. So when you talk oh. about the one here... As if it's new, it's the same one that's right in Sherman yeah, the Oaks. One, the one here is a pretty chain. like big restaurant, like sit down place. Yeah, it's the same same thing, <laughs> same thing. Um, Maria's Italian Kitchen's a chain. I don't know if it's all over the place, but it is out here. So Jordan's like, I don't know, honey. Long story short, I got a grilled chicken and a Caesar salad. I didn't really want anything that heavy. Gabagool. I feel like a slob. So that's good. We're driving and Jordan goes, is that a DeLorean? Oh, that's why it's ironic. And Rich even brought it up right before the show started. Like one of the most classic lines in movie history. Is that the time machine out of a DeLorean? It's the the inflection. It's the inflection in Michael J. Fox's voice that I can't, it can't be duplicated. There's like like almost like, like a, he has the perfect crack in his voice while at the same time, inquisitive, concern, excitement, like the, is, the line he delivers, it, it can't be replicated. It's so funny that Rich actually pointed it out this morning because I had written down in my notes, DeLorean. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it. If a you're going to build a time machine excitement, in the car, why not worry. do it like DeLorean? the the out of breath, the Isn't nerves, there, everything about on. the way he delivers that line. Classic movie, classic. Picture lame ass Eric Stoltz trying to deliver that line. No, that's why they made the change. They did the right thing. So, isn't there a version of him saying that? Is there? If you could find that, talk. Isn't he well, made a time machine out of DeLorean? Yeah, God. he didn't have that. Sort a little of more something, Stoltz. Let's see if I can find it. We'll agree on that. Oh, see, no, no, we found common ground. We found yeah, common, common ground. ground. There you go. So we agree. Classic movie line. Michael J. Fox, legend. Great, great moment. Great moment in movie history. Great line. So I'm driving back from Maria's Italian Kitchen just to pick up. Quick pickup. Brought it home. And as I drove past it, I'm like, yeah, I think that was a DeLorean, right? And it's right behind me. So I'm looking in my rearview mirror. There's a wizard way out. I'm blasting my music. I'm looking in the mirror. Does the Maria's by you uh, on replay just have Maria yeah. playing in the restaurant? Yeah. So I'm looking in. I'm like, I think that is a DeLorean because you could kind of tell by the headlights. And then it passed. No, did it pass me? Either way, at the light. I No, at the light, I drove up around just and waited to go pa- waited for it to go past me to see. And it was a DeLorean. And I'm like, oh, sweet, because I haven't seen one in a minute. I just haven't, right? But they're around. They exist. I mean, so you, then Jordan's you, uh, questioning yeah. begins, and it's a perfect example on a throwback Thursday, the DeLorean, how cool. But perfect example of, of she starts asking questions that she expects me to know the answer to, <laughs> and I don't know. So number one, and this is just an example of, of what I reference often. She asks me questions about sports, and I'm like, I, I don't know. The DeLorean. Are they rare? And I'm like, yeah, pretty rare. Because I mean, I haven't seen one in a long time. And one of our I think they only had 
a, a short run, but I don't know. Yeah. Again, I don't know the details. So I'm like, yeah, I would say they're pretty rare. I mean, I would see them around when I was a kid here and there, but you know, aside from the movie and here and there, you really didn't see that lot that many of them. I just remember the, uh, they were big in the early eighties. Yeah. The CEO, uh, was addicted to cocaine and it like ruined the company. Well, Go ahead, yeah, and then Rich, like, if, how would you answer that? But they're coming back. I, I'm looking right now Are on uh, on Cars.com. Yeah, I mean, you could get one. I mean, I mean, there's you know DeLoreans. Out, there's DeLoreans out here in Los Angeles. If you want to buy a used DeLorean in LA, yeah, the cheapest one is sixty thousand dollars. Still, yeah. then it's like hundred twenty thousand dollars. There's only actually, in fact, on this one website, there's only two DeLoreans for sale. How, yeah. how many were made? So, like, right now, I'm lost. I'm like, were they rare? Yeah. How many were made? I don't know. I think they were only in production for a year or two. I, uh, it's not like they, as far as I know, it's not like they had. Total production was 9,000 units. See? Like, wow. But again, so I that's don't fairly know that. That's fairly rare. That's pretty rare. Dude, dude. that's very rare. And an, estimated, an estimated 6,500 DeLoreans are still on the road. Now, I may be dreaming, dude, but I'm pretty sure one of my mom's coworkers had one. Because I remember getting in his car where the doors opened up like that. I almost bought when one. I was a little kid. Like. 15 years ago, but I could be dreaming so. 9,000 ever made. <clears throat> but again, you wouldn't I, have known that in the moment. I I'm want like, you to take your, I, I want you to know. take yourself, but the only way take yourself, I would do it. I would have said like, I don't know, 60,000 ever. I, I would have had no clue. I would, I, the only way I would buy a DeLorean is if I was going to convert it into the back to the future two car. With a uh, with Mr. Mr. Fusion? Fusion. That's the only way. That's the only reason I would ever buy a DeLorean. All the wires I wouldn't on. buy it yeah. just to have it. But you'd, yeah, you would decorate it like the movie. You'd have to put the lights on the outside. You'd have to put a little dash in. You have to get the, the LED speed display. You'd have you know to what you got to do, though? You got to ask yourself the bigger question. And the bigger question is you've lived in New York and LA your whole life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the times you've seen a DeLorean, mm-hmm. how many have been? At like a movie lot. Every time. A promotional event. Every something time. through radio or television or something. Like, when I was a kid, I, I I've would seen DeLoreans, see but I feel like I may have seen, let's just say I've seen 20 DeLoreans in my life. Yeah. 18 times. We're probably at like, oh, the Universal City back lot. Or, yeah, it's the, it's hey, Camino Rich. I Camino, saw the White Buffalo. Last Rich, we, do, we did an event in Vegas and uh, they had like a, an old school movie display and they had a DeLorean there. Like I'm talking regular person on the road. In a DeLorean, that's like a rare occurrence. By the way, I misspoke. He wasn't addicted to cocaine. He smuggled cocaine. Oh, he okay. was actually he was in the cocaine trade, oh. which to to pay for the the business. So you said to pay to pay. So again, Throwback Thursday. I saw the white buffalo, the the a DeLorean the brown huh? unicorn. <laughs> I don't know the DeLorean. Are they rare? Yes. How many? 9,000. Didn't know. I was like, bah, 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 bah. I don't know. That's a small amount. What's the brand? She goes, what's the brand? I'm like, DeLorean. DeLorean. She goes, yeah, but who made it? And I'm like, it's not DeLorean. like a Chevy DeLorean. So DeLorean. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, its own. So company. at least I knew that. By the way, the, the, it was $25,000 when it first came out in 81. It's a lot of money. The equivalent of today would be 71,000. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a cheapie. Well, she goes, was it American? And I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I was like, ah, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. See, that dude. This is the questioning I get when it comes to everything. You know, someone scores a touchdown, and she's like, "Is that the first time someone ever did a somersault in that fashion?" I'm like, well, "I don't know. How do I know? How do you not know?" Um, hmm. well, into a cars, split? 
I'm like, I don't know. Let's see. The cars were produced. Let's see. The DeLorean Motor Company was based in Humble, Texas, but the cars were produced in Ireland. Does that make sense? Uh, well, like every car now, there's no real oh, foreign he car. He founded the, uh, in Detroit, Michigan. An American Irish hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, I guess they, Jordan knows how to use Google, dipshit. We're having a conversation because yeah, we Ireland. just saw a DeLorean. So she's asking me if I know. She's asking me because I'm like, yeah, that's a DeLorean. And plus, I lived during the time of the DeLorean. So she thinks that I might know some shit. Apparently, if you and want I more. I do know if, some shit, but she always finds questions that I don't necessarily. Her, in, her inquisitive nature focuses on things that I really don't care about or or just matter of fact for me. Like, I don't, I don't know. I never thought of it. I never well, thought of it. I don't uh, know. From what I'm reading here, you know there's a biography on the dude yeah. on the Motor Trend Network. So if you want to look up the Motor Trend Network and DeLorean, maybe you and Jordan have a little documentary to watch. You know they're releasing the new DeLorean, right? I did hear that, but yeah. who's making it? The DeLorean company yeah. is like revamped mm -hmm. and they're up and running? I believe hmm. so, yeah. Unless it's just a... Did it only come in silver? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> I've never seen another color other than uh, the is silver. Is that the new DeLorean, DeLorean spot? The new DeLorean. Sign up for the future so it's you can uh, get on a list, I guess. I have a question. Is it electric, hybrid? What is it? It's probably going to be electric, I guarantee you. Oh, the you. new one? The new one will probably be electric. But when you think about it, I mean, the, the movie added so much I'm more mystique and clout to the car. You think oh, about it, it's one of the coolest looking cars. That's why they chose the DeLorean to be the time machine in Back to the Future. It's cool and futuristic looking. Plus so. the stainless steel construction allowed for the uh, temporal displacement. No other colors though, huh, Spotty? Is it? Thanks, Doc. Doc! Uh, Doc! So anyway, I saw it. We had this conversation. Uh, have you ever she seen like all a, these questions? I'm like, I don't know. A, a mustard colored DeLorean? Yeah. <laughs> That's no, Alex great, Berman right? only came in stainless steel. Well, here's, here's the question then. He's a car guy. He knows. This is coming. Yeah, Alex Alex Berman is our, our biggest car listener, in my opinion. Him and Steve in Utah. Those are the two car guys that I think of. When this car does come out, as cool as a Tesla, cooler, too novelty, will, will there be a, a, a... There's that nostalgic sort of yeah. vibe about At it, Nostalgia, too. Like, though, you know who the nostalgia's for? People with money now. People 40 to 50, probably. So you're talking about... Maybe a success, or is it going to be like, meh, it's, it's novelty. I don't really want to buy one. So if anything, if you're outside of the universal lot or outside of a car show and you see these on a street on a random I'd love to drive Wednesday, one. it's kind of fucking cool because there was only 9,000. Like you don't see that many of them. I got to back up Lisa here. Yeah. Who hit us up with a statement that's hard to argue. If not for back to the future, none of us right now would even know what a DeLorean is because no, I'm pretty sure I, I, I knew of them as a kid. All right, then you're the, you're the guy then. Cars. Was there a Matchbox car? Yeah, but if there was a Matchbox car DeLorean, it was because know? of the I movie. I only knew because of the movie. I'm saying if there was no DeLorean in the uh, movie, it would have been a car that came and went that you would have zero recollection of. So Back to the Future put this vehicle on the map where, think about it, if there were only 9,000 sold and if it wasn't for Back to the Future, I'm sure there's other vehicles that... Came and went. That just, you know. Any car with the doors that opened like that as a kid to me was the coolest car ever. Yeah. Does it fly? I don't know. So anyway, saw it. The white unicorn, the brown unicorn, the white buffalo. Saw it last night right here in Los Angeles. And I didn't know the answers to most of these questions. I mean, I made good hypothetical sort of guesses. 
I guesstimated and gave my best answer. And I was right, but I didn't know the exact details to those questions. Also, on a throwback Thursday, I just want to do something fun with you real quick, Rich, and then it's all you. Yeah, all me. What's and by the way, shout out to Jamie in Boston, who's also a big car guy. I forgot about it. What's up, Jamie? Jamie in Boston. One, one I think of, of as more of an artist now. Yeah. One of our... He's an artiste. I'm, I'm friends with them, so they must be a listener. One of our Canadian listeners has a DeLorean, because I always see it pop up on my feed. Really? Yeah. yeah it's, it's they a, restored it. It looks it's nice. It's a cool car, man. And with, like I said, with the movie nostalgia behind it, it's like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. But... There was an issue with the car, which is why it only lasted so long. I mean, we've seen these documentaries. I just don't remember here's, all the details. Uh, here's his, that's his DeLorean. Oh, wow. Look at that. Right? It's a nice looking car. <laughs> it's definitely odd looking when you think about it. I mean, it's very, 80s. 80s, very 80s looking. Yeah. Other yeah. than the door going up, which obviously looks cool and futuristic, it's a very 80s looking car. The DeLorean. So someone at the night. time it was sleek, but it looks like it's almost like a Chevy Nova. All right. Also on a throwback Thursday. Thank you guys for being here. Shout out to super rare shop. Muhammad Ali. Who are you talking to? Talking to you. I got a package the other day. Just a friendly package <laughs> from the Mauser family. Oh. They sent me some Monk's Road bourbon. Oh, yeah. He sent me that too. That whiskey. It's good. Autographed from the owner long, and master distiller. Long time ago, Rich. Not the same time. So Monk's Road Bourbon is one of those things, honestly, Rich, it's one of those things like the Hey Dude shoe. Hey Dude! Right? Like where it's like such a, wow, everybody knows about it and like you were last to the party. Yeah. I posted a picture of this whiskey and everyone's like, yo, I got so much feedback. Like, yo, that's some good shit, man. Yo, that's good shit right there. Yo, bro, that's some of the best. Like I was unaware of how good Monk's Road whiskey was. Oh. Monks Road Bourbon. I think there was a... Here's a Jordan question. Yeah. How many different whiskey companies are there? It's like, ah. Oh, I saw a stat. You like whiskey. I, like, I, I saw a know, stat know, that blew my mind. Because the spirit business yeah. is so... Uh, you wonder, why do people keep entering what you would think is a, a pretty crowded space, right? Yeah. Like, man, why, would, why would a company debut a tequila when there's, in your mind, probably... Hundreds of tequilas. They all do well. People love booze. People love spirits. People love wines and liquors. It, it's the truth. Um, I, will try, I will try any bourbon. Any I, bourbon. I, yeah. I any bourbon. I will try you any know, bourbon. We don't, uh, sweet. You know who we don't give enough credit to? Bourbon. Tito Santana. Why? Wait, is it, that's not who made Tito's vodka, is it? No, it's uh, Tito Jackson. Oh, Tito Jackson. Yeah. I'm amazed to He's think... Like, in a world of crowded spirits, when we were younger, absolute gray goose, kettle one, Smirnoff. There's a, and I'm just naming the, the ones you would know from a bar. Not, not Russian, by the way, Smirnoff. Think of all the vodkas. Think of all the vodkas that have been out our whole life. To think that it's almost like an Under Armour story. Where you felt so confident, they're like, "Yeah, I know it's a crowded space." Like Under Armour was like, "Well, there's Reebok and Nike and Adidas and Puma and Nah, we're good to go." It's like you're entering the sports athletic space. Yeah, we believe in what we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mr. Under Armour, uh, there's Nike. Like I said, Reebok, Puma, Adidas, a million brands. Wilson, Spalding. No, we're good. 
No, Under no. Armour is now top dog. You know, under Nike, but it's it's top tier. Tito's Vodka, number one vodka in the United States out of Texas. Mm -hmm. To think that... To think that they were sending us gift packages like, like, early on. Like promo, like, yeah. here, try it. Try it. They and, were smart. Yo, dude, it was cool. But uh, isn't it wild to think? We saw, the, we saw the rise of it. We would get, you know, being a radio show, they would send us packages. Like, yeah, hey, I, I'm, check I am amazed. Out. I mean, listen, the okay. product's great. Everyone loves Tito. It's American made. It's Texas. I get it. People love it, but... You don't think they went against the odds? Like, yeah, let's uh, let's create a vodka. Dude, that's a whole conversation. That's in a itself that's a that's a, you see a lot of this on Shark Tank too. That's a why story. Wanna, why do you want to enter an oversaturated market? It's like it's like someone doing a podcast right now. It's like you're really gonna think? Yeah, but if you're, you're good, gonna, yeah, yeah, someone will be like, well, I'm good. Rises to the top. I'm good. You know, I'm good. So if you if you feel like I'm good, I got the product. It makes sense. But Tito's is so smooth. I agree with the feedback, but. You don't think in the beginning people are like, really, vodka? Don't waste your time. No, for sure. Don't uh, waste your time. Tito's. Tequila, too. I mean, tequila. Number one. How many different brands? You got the Rocks brand. Fucking Mario Lopez has um, a brand. What is it? Jose Ryan, Mangan has a Ryan brand. Ryan Reynolds. Um, gin. Ryan Reynolds gin made not him a, like half a billion dollars. Not a gin fan. We yeah. went to our like friend. Her, I uh, like Herbie Lacourse. Our friend Jeanette, Jeanette, who I'm excited. I'm going to her wedding next week in Atlanta. Jeanette and Juan. Jeanette invited us to Houdini's mansion for that alcohol event where all the sponsors and brands and everything. And we were rubbing fucking shoulders with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul have a new tequila out. These celebrities invest in mezcal. I, you know what it is? It's a mezcal. What do they always say? When you want to know if a player's going somewhere in, in sports, they always say, follow the real estate and the family. Like oh. a lot of times when some guy's like, oh, he sold his house. He's getting traded or he's leaving. Follow the money. If all these rich people are investing in alcohol, then clearly with the right business deal, it's profitable. But you got to have a name. You got to have a name, but it, it, you get what I'm saying? Like, like that uh, Casamigos is, uh, was it George Clooney, mm -hmm. Randy Gerber? Yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild. Someone man. else, I think. You would think that space is taken up. Nope. You got you to gotta be a celebrity to push it. Yeah. So you, this, this Monk's Road... Bourbon. I was just excited to get you know, some whiskey. I didn't realize like how much cloud it had amongst the aficionados, right? Like, ooh, oh. So now I'm gonna respect it and savor it even more. Either way, I was thankful. I was like, oh, sweet. And he also sent some moon pies to try, which you know I've had before, but Jordan, I don't think did. I'm not sure she did. Either Better way, I cow got pies. Them. Uh, he sent he sent a 1994 like Green Day sticker. He said he was at a Green Day concert and stole a box of stickers. And he's like, here, maybe Melody will like it. And they had the date on it and everything. It was pretty cool. So I had that. And then he sent me a pack of baseball cards. So I only bring it up because I'm thankful, but because it's a throwback Thursday. So it's an unopened pack of 1990 Upper Deck baseball cards. Now, if you throw it back when Upper Deck came out, that was the shiz bam snap. 1990 upper deck. Yeah, well, I, mean, I remember. Like, okay, so the ones that we got to look for is a Ken Griffey Jr. I was just thinking at that. at least 600, right? There's a Mike Witten. Like, who gives a funk or wagnall about Mike Witten? But there's an error card that's worth a lot of money, where it's like all black on the back or like a black box. A Nolan Ryan's worth 150 bucks. Deion Sanders, who just got his toes removed, worth 60 bucks. There's some autographed Reggie Jackson's in there worth a few hundred bucks. There's a few decent cards from the 1990 collection. So I figured 
On a throwback Thursday, Ooh. let's just go into a little time machine. Let's get into the DeLorean. Oh. Let's open this up and let's see. Just laugh at some of the names real quick. Real quick. Look at this. Ooh, 1990 upper there. Oh, think about that. This Look at that old. border. Look at that border. This is oh. old, bro. That's crazy. When you see the rapper, I want to see if I remember like the yeah. rapper. Was there any gum in there? No. 1990. Oh my God. This is like bringing back memories. Yeah. Like, look, look at this rapper spot. Like if anyone knows, like right here, look at that is the, the 1990. How cool is that? Right. Upper so, deck on a throwback Thursday. Wow. Yo, so funny and so random because the first card on the top is a guy I referenced. If not yesterday, the day before spot, Steve Sachs. Cause you brought up Sachs underwear and oh, I said, yeah. yo, Steve Sachs really did good on that endorsement. Wow. A Steve Sachs, Steve Sachs. Tom Drees. I don't even remember this bozo on the White Sox. Tom Drees? You're that guy. He's a rated rookie. I don't know that guy. Nope. Wow. You know what's crazy about this? I thought for sure I'd, I'd know most of the names. I don't think I know this name. J-Dubs and Rocket Dog Will. Brian Harper of the Twins. Catcher. He's got remember. a great mustache and a mullet. I don't remember You might need guy. to reference Brian Harper when you talk about Dan Gladden and, and, uh, and the hair and I'm stuff. I'm not sure anyone's going to know them. Ooh, this one you'll know. Tim the Rock Reigns as an expo. Expose these nuts. Tim Reigns. Tim Reigns. Wow. Look at that. So I'll put that here. Ooh, 1990. Legend. See, these are the names I was thinking about. Mark Grace. Uh, Cubbies, left-hander. This was his third year in the league, coming off a 13 home run season. But he batted 314 in 89. 314. Mark Grace. Ooh, here's a guy, a superstar that never really amounted to what you thought he was going to be. Danny Tartable. Danny Tartable oh. on the Royals was a good yeah, player. Danny Tartable Royal. Yeah. Let's see. He's coming off of, dude, listen to these numbers. With the Mariners, he had 25 dongs. Then he went dongs. to the Royals. 34 bombs. bombs. You said dongs. 26 bombs. What happened to Danny Tartable? Injuries? I don't know. He faded away. Danny Tartable is the name that was a Yankee. I don't know what happened to him. I just think he struck out too much. Right. I got your little uh, card view of camera in the bottom. All right. Do you guys remember? Because I don't. Dodgers pitcher Tim Cruz, but not C-R-U-Z. C-R-E, like Terry Cruz. C-R-E-W-S. I don't remember that guy. Ooh. Now they got the close-up cam. Can you show everyone where's Tim Raines' uh, Jerry Curl? Yeah. To, let's Oops. check out Tim Raines' Jerry Curl. Hilarious. Tim Raines had a sweet Jerry Curl. So we're just taking it back to 1990 real quick. And as we found out last week, or was it this week? New Kids on the Block took it back to 1989 with their new song. Yo, pirate legend. Legendary name. Legendary pirate name of the 90s. Sid Bream. No, I'm um, surprised well, he's not your first Wait. one. Hold on. So, uh, pirate in the 90s? Or? Pirate of the 90s. Not One-Eyed Willie. Is it Barry Bonds or Bobby Bonilla? No. Wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Famous name, like oh man, come on, that's a, that's a reference right there. Oh, like, Doug Drabeck? No, all right, Andy Van Slyke. Oh! <laughs> you yourself, Andy. Now Andy Van Slyke, let's see, he's coming off a nine home run season. He but a better he had, ball player than we thought, or he had not? Twenty five home runs the year before. All right, never heard of this guy. Never see. This is what's funny about it. Nineteen ninety pitcher for the Brewers, Chuck Krim. Oof, I got it. Chuck Krim's got some money somewhere living in a oh, mansion. Chuck Krim's like, Chuck Krim played in the big leagues for a while. He's living it up. Nah, that guy sucks. 
Chuck Never Krim. Never heard Lifetime of him. Lifetime ERA nobody, at this point. Nobody knows that guy. Maybe they do, though, because think about this, guys. Hold on, because if we have time for this nugget later on, nuggets. I'm saying nobody knows him. Somebody does. Somebody does, and I could be wrong about that. And it angers me when people shit on people that are awesome. And we'll talk about that later, if we have time, in reference to Mad Dog Russo. Oh, I have it written down. We okay. have to talk about it. All right, and we'll do it right after this. Uh, it's so cool because, again, we're opening up 1990 on the Cavino and Rich Show, Throwback Thursday. Like, this guy was a player in 1990, and since then, he's been like a coach and probably retired. Like, all you know him is as a coach. Well, but just keep in mind, whoever Cavino is showing you, it, it sounds obvious, but add 32 years. So all these guys are young men. Yeah. Now are like our parents' age. He's an old fart. Mike Sosha was still playing. Oh, damn. And, and he's like, an, you know him as an old coach. Mike Sosha is like a, a balding, gray-haired, chubby guy now. He started in 85 as a Dodger. Mike Sosha is an Angels coach for a long time, right? Long time angels go. That's what I'm saying. That's that puts it in perspective. Like, think of how long this guy's been coaching. Let alone he was, you know, only in his fifth year at that point. Louis Polonia, bro, one of the Who? best utility. I love. Yeah, Louis Polonia, Polonia was a solid. He player. was a great utility guy, man. Fast. I like Louis Polonia. He was, he was a little bitch, but I liked him. <laughs> he was part of that. I'm, I believe he was part of that '96 championship team. Mm -hmm. A name that I totally remember, but I don't know how good he was. But I, I totally remember this name. name. Tom Candiotti. Oh, pitcher. Yadi Yadi. For yeah, the Dodgers? What is he on there? Cleveland. Cleveland? He was Tom on the Dodgers Candiotti for a minute. He was on the Brewers and the Indians. And I don't know about the Dodgers. Wait, wasn't he on the Dodgers? Look he up. Had 16 wins one season. Tom Candiotti. That's was why good. we know his name, I guess. Oh, another name I definitely know from 1990. All right, ready? 89-90. Yeah, he, pay, he played for the Dodgers later on. Yeah, 89-90, we know the A's had a squad, right? So give me a, a, a non-black pitcher, because you're going to say Dave Stewart. I'm going to say Dave Stewart, Dennis <laughs> Eckersley. Non-mustached, non um, non-black non pitcher from the A's in the 89-90. I'm not going to remember. Bob Welch. Bob Welch! Yeah, of course I remember Bob Welch. Yeah. Damn it. Bob Welch. Didn't he want to saw Young? Did he? Well, let's see. Hold on. Bob Dude, Welch. look at these numbers. He had... Back-to-back -back 17 wins, 15 wins the year before, 14 wins his rookie season. Numbers are different now because that's pretty solid. This guy, I don't think I remember him. Do you remember Kevin Gross? I don't. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Montreal Expo. Of course I remember. Dude, you're gross. Like Kevin. That's a new reference. Yeah, me. they see. Now you got one. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yo, this is so fun. Yo, if this is boring the shit out of you, I apologize. I got to tell you, Mauser, you're right. Dude, dude, this is fun as hell for me. I was right. Yeah. Bob Welch? No, going back to Bob Welch? Yeah. Cy Young Award winner in 1990. Oh, shit. So that was like his... This is his Cy Young card, yeah. yeah. Wow. What, how many wins did he have? Show um, the stats. See if you can show the stats on the screen. Well, no, because... That when, shows when 89. Like, this is a 1990 card, right? Which so means the stats is, are 89. Yeah, right. all you see is the stats from 89. The he next had, year, he, he had became... Uh, next year, he was all... Uh, the, yeah, the lighting's yeah. kind of rough. Sorry. Wow. That's cool. So that's a cool card. All right. Kevin Gross. I don't remember that guy. Oh, everyone had, another, every, everyone had a mustache and a mullet, huh? Another name you're definitely going to know, but I have no idea how good he was. Okay. All right. This is the last card in the deck, the upper deck. Kevin Romine of the Boston Red Sox. Don't remember him. You don't remember Kevin Romine? Not really. Same way you I don't, don't remember well, Kevin Gross, he's, he's, because I think you, you, they might, yeah, this was on my division. Kevin Gross is an NL guy in your division, and yeah. Romine was an AL guy in my division. So totally remember. Let's see. Kevin Romine batted 274. Hey, he had one home run. He only had two career home runs at this point. So, but I remember the name for sure. And you're right, dude, please. He's a great example of what Rich has said. Zoom in on that one last time spot. Kevin Romine 
is a perfect example of what every guy looks like. He has a mullet and a mustache. Kevin Gross, same thing. <laughs> every guy, look, look, look mullet, that. mustache. Look at that. It's the time. Look at that. Just like how DeLoreans look like a really 80s car. Look, look at all Every these guys. fucking guy looks the same. White guy, mullet, mustache. Andy Van Slyke is the only guy in the 90s that had stubble. Think about it. He looks like a, that looks like a modern day guy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Andy Van Slyke. And a young Danny Tartable. What Danny Tartable is Stop handsome. Giving me, Stop giving me the, he is handsome. Look at that guy. Look at those eyes. Man. Guy. <laughs> What's he looking at? But Danny Tartable is one Man, of those he, guys, you know, if you played video games, he's hitting bombs for you. Danny Tartable, well, picture Danny Tartable now looking at cheeks. I feel like he's looking at a nice pair oh, of cheeks. Look like, at the look in his he's, eyes. He's uh, contemplating life. He's looking off in the distance. He sees some cheeks and that stands. He's looking at George Brett eat fucking burn ends. Right? <laughs> he's like, I think George Brett just shit his pants. He so, did. George Brett just shit his pants. He did. I think he did. So anyway, hey, yo, that was fun for me. Uh, if you enjoyed it, I, I hope you did. I don't know. Either way, thank you, Mauser. And he was right. He Steve, goes, uh, Steve. He, he goes, hey, I, I sent some baseball cards because they're fun to open. Yo, they, they really are. are. That was fun. That really was. Well, thank you. Throw keep in mind. Thursday. You know what we should do? Oh, wait. I have <laughs> well, a hold on, spot. Too. Real quick. I oh, have. Yo, Doug Ferrier is going to be jelly. I Look have. what I got. I got a hologram. And, oh, my God. A Toronto Blue Jay. Hologram. Look at that. I remember those. Yo, that's some fancy ass technology. Look at that. Yeah. It really Vic, looks holographic. Vic that's Toronto, awesome. Vic in Toronto wants that so bad, but he can't have it. The father, Kevin Gross, has a son on the Phillies now, Greg Gross. That's what Steve hit us up with. Is that, like, see, that's the, yo, Steve yeah. Racho. So if you're really gross, you're gross like Kevin and Greg. Some of these dudes are long retired old men, right? Some of these dudes have had a coaching career. And they're already done. Like Mike Sosha. Yeah. And then the other guys, their kids and maybe even their grandkids are in the league. You know, the, the crazy the, how much crazy, time is going uh, by. Steve, the crazy part to wrap this up. Yeah. Cove. Is that. See, that was fun. You just did something mm -hmm. that you did for a five-year period of your life. Yeah, that it was, it was, awesome. was your biggest joy. That I could see why. Honestly, I it, right, it's like right opening now. up a little treasure. Right now. I'm trying to. What else could we do? If we rode bikes today and played wiffle ball. It could very well. You, you're replicating a day in yeah. the life of Steve Cavino in 1990. You open baseball cards. Yeah. Let's see. What else can we get? Well, there's no gum in the upper deck. Wiffle Thanks. ball. Wiffle ball. You want to play Nintendo too? Let's play some arm. Uh, let's play some Tecmo ball. Live a day from 1990. That might be a, that might be an interesting. I was playing Marvel Madness. It might be an interesting thing. And oh, I was obsessed with my it. high school girlfriend. I got it. This is a great idea. I'm not even joking. This is a yeah. great idea for a family member or a friend or a significant other's birthday party. Try to, if it's like a big number, like, oh, they turned 30 or 40 or something, right? Try to replicate a day of their childhood. Like, for you, it would be if I had a Nintendo set up, wiffle ball going in the yard, baseball carts to open. Like, see, that's a pretty cool, I think, thoughtful Can I tell you something? thing to do for someone. Sometimes... Yeah. You know how a smell brings you back and you're like, oh shit. Like if you smelled your grandma's perfume or your grandma's refried beans or anything, you smell something you're like, holy shit, your girl, your high school girlfriend's perfume. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. Like it could really take you back to that nostalgic feeling. Like there's a feeling you get sometimes you're like, whoa. And it like, and it hits me every once in a while. I got hit the other day watching that show. Adam eats the eighties <laughs> on the history channel when they were talking about the garbage pail kids. Oh, yeah. And I remember just the, I remembered the feeling. Like, yeah, I, I recognized the cards, obviously. Remember Adam Baum was like sort of the main one. Yeah. 
Well, I remember the feeling of like wanting to put the little puzzle together. Like it took me back. Like, holy shit. Like, I was like, I was nine years old again. You know, I was like, oh my God. Like I was so into that at one minute. And not that I forgot, but I forgot that feeling. So I, I, I think saw Tony said we should open up a pack every week. But you know what? I, I think uh, they sell. Thanks, they, you can buy yeah. like yeah. huge things of them, Dude, boxes my, of them. My friends do this now just because they're looking for that little tre- that little nugget, that, that treasure. Our, you know? sh- that could be our thing. Our yeah. thing will be opening. Uh, yeah, yeah, but then what do you do with the commons? You got all these commons. Yeah, throw them out. I have so many commons. You know, Spot might not even know what's mixed in the commons. I have so many baseball cards at the Sorge compound back in New Jersey. I should ship them out here and we should go through them. I Let's have do boxes it. and boxes. Let's do boxes. it behind the velvet rope where we go through all boxes. spots, old baseball cards, because I can promise you boxes. I can promise you spot might not even know it. And he boxes. might have like a, I told you I have sweet the, rookies. I have the whole 86 Mets team in a little thing that I wanted to give to go. you one time. And you don't want it. You know what? I uh, know what I thought what's about. The, what's what was the brown border? Brown that was 87, 87 tops. Yeah. With the little yeah. wood paneling. Yeah. My, uh, you know, I, I, I think about it and all the joy that gave you as a kid. When you think of all the things that brought you joy, you could probably relive some of those things with your kids. Like some of the toys, they have some good retro toys. Like if you buy your kid, I don't know, Light Bright or Shrinky Dinks or a Hungry Hungry Hippo, there's probably, t- probably you play it for the first time and you're like, whoa. It's a cool feeling, right? By the way, that Steve Sachs card was like a team card. It shows you all the players on the Yankees on the back. Yeah. And you see all these, all these names. They're oh, great. And by the way, I, I always wish that Don Slot was more of a memorable player because I always want to say, bring on the onslaught like Don Slot, but no one knows who the fuck What's well, a weak is. onslaught then? <laughs> it's like, yo, you brought on the onslaught like yeah. Don yeah, Slot. Like, like Don that's Slott. like a weak slot. But I always yeah. thought Don Slot was a cool name. Don Slot was the catcher of the Yankees in 1990. Well, every party needs a pooper, and Dirk said, don't do this every week. Shout, oh. out, shout out to Brian Pope. He's listening. He works at Upper Deck. Really? He's worked there for 29 years. That's Damn. amazing, dude. Upper I'll Deck was what, my shit. Upper Deck was a game changer because they were, they were beautiful. Honestly, look at them, Rich, just to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. They had little holograms. They were beautiful. There's like, they're like, Upper Deck took it to the really next level. Nice. Upper, like, Deck, nice Upper Deck was cards. a way nicer card yeah, than like Tops. And they, it's like, not to sound corny, there's something beautiful about them. <laughs> no, I'm serious no, about right. the, the, the photo spy. You're into photography. Like, this is what they chose. There was a lot of thought into this stuff. Yeah, that's weird. Like Spot. It. Show me. Spot. Uh, Show uh, Spot, you got a bunch of junk cards here. Yo, you're cool if I take your Honus Wagner, right? <laughs> sure. Right? Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, Dude, he looks Mi- weird. Mickey Mantle, what is he named after a mouse? You don't want this one, right? Yeah, he looks weird. Yo, that's so weird. Roberto Clemente? Yo, you should give that one to Cavino because he's uh, Latino, right? You don't want that one. You know what they were advertising here in 1992? You could win... Four 1991 season tickets to a stadium of your choice in these cards. So anyway, thank you guys. 15 baseball cards per pack. Counterfeit proof cards because they had the holograms on them. Random sequencing. Tamper proof pack. A minimum of one 3D team logo hologram per pack. Limited edition high quality cards. David hit us up with. Definitely a feeling I remember getting a Be- the new Beckett's book and looking up the prices of your cards. I, I equate that to scanning the, the stock tickers. Scanning the stock ticker would be the same as when you were looking up your baseball cards in Beckett's. Like, am I, am I up or down? What is my Griffey worth? What is my uh, Ozzie Smith worth? You know, you, you did that shit a lot as a kid. 
And if you didn't, you know what? Hey, no big deal. We just lived slightly different lifestyles because when I was a little kid, all I gave a shit about Dirk, like Dirk in, clearly did yeah, not enjoy that as a until kid. I met and until I discovered like girls and I got on my hustle with work shit, baseball cards, sports and wrestling and cartoons. Like what were you, what I were you into? This, I had this conversation with Melody last night. Jeez. She FaceTimed me and She's in her room, and I could I see her face light up, and clearly a boy hit her up on the computer, right? Oh, so I knew it. Oh. So I was like, "Yeah, you don't play with your slime anymore, huh? Not into slime." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "No, nah, I don't have any slime. Just the ones at your house." I was like, "Are oh, you not into that anymore?" Uh, uh, more slime. slime? Like, Dad, I'm no, talking but, to Connor. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, then you know, then she did say she would like some new ones, but I'm like, yeah. You don't have to guess, say it. Guess those days are over. Yeah. Just like my baseball cards. Uh, 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 I know. So anyway, on a throwback Thursday, Ooh. that was fun. Mm-hmm. And on a throwback Thursday, I hope you enjoyed the finale of Pam and Tom last night. Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tom. I call him, I call him Tom. 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 Pam and, you know, he's, he's my Pam boy. and Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pam and Tommy. Can I just tell you this this one part? And then, Rich, it's all you. Yeah, please. Yeah, one part because it's a throwback Thursday. You start to get the feeling that, like, Tommy Lee, like, how much did he really care? You know, like oh, everyone thought he was the man, probably. Right. So how does it really just affected Pamela Lee, Pam Anderson, the sex tape. So Tommy Lee's at the bar and there's one point where someone's like, yo, Tommy, you're the man. He says something about like, dude, sweet. <laughs> sweet hog. No, something about like, you got a fire hose in your pants, man. Nice. Something like that. Right. Tommy Lee gets up and he's like, you fucking dare compliment me on my dick. Don't you ever talk about my dick? <laughs> Don't you dare compliment me about my that's, dick. That's your fantasy. Right? And then later on, though, he's there at the bar with Nikki Six, and Nikki Six is all like, oh, man, and it's like, what are you bummed about, man? The whole world knows you have a monster hog. It's like, things could be worse. He's like, yeah, I guess so. And the guy never gets the negative. No one's like, can you believe Ray J has a sex tape? <laughs> no one says that. They're no. like, yo, Kim's got a sex tape. It's it wasn't, it wasn't it's, the same. It's, it just uh, was so it's, sexist. It's, it's, yeah. radically, it's radically sexist. I mean, it wasn't like, and isn't the same. And it ruined yeah. Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. Like Everyone was like, yo, man, he's got a monster hog. No, think about it. Every guy, that's been in, every guy that's been in a sex tape comes out of it probably with a cooler reputation. Every woman... Uh, unfortunately, because it's a sexist uh, nature of a conversation, they're they're considered promiscuous, or everyone's seen them and they feel vulnerable and and you know never wanted to be seen. Any guy, do you think a guy cares? Jeff the jerk man goes. Spoiler alert! Holy f! Let people watch it first. You mean you didn't know he had a monster hog? I mean, you saw it in the first episode. Anyway, the funny part was how at one point he was really upset. Like, don't you dare compliment. It. You leave yeah. my dick out of your mouth. I mean, wait. I mean, I mean stop. Stop complimenting my dick. And then, you know, his friends were like, bro, I mean, come on. So anyway, that was, he, uh, it was great. It made me feel a little sad at the end, though. He just seems like the biggest jerk of all time, though. Yeah. I don't know who's a bigger jerk, Tommy Lee or Carlton in Bel Air. You got to get on it, bro. I will get on it. So I'm Bel Air, like, uh, Bel Air. I'll watch like it. Julia Fox. Yo, spot. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Bel Air is... By the way, new episode today. It's so good. I really thought I was going to like it, Spot, but I more than like it. I think it's like my new favorite show. You got to have it. Yeah. I was like, I'll I'll give it a shot. I I liked Fresh Prince and I'm, trust me, it is, it's fantastic. It really is. It really, they do a great job of casting 
The characters are more complex. I like the Carlton Will relationship. Mr. Bang. Oh, you know who the coolest character is on Fre- on Bel Air? Uncle Phil. Jeffrey. Oh. Uh, he's not just the butler spot. He's like the badass fixer, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. He's like the uh, rich people need like the uh, like bodyguard slash. Yeah, like Uncle, Sp- Uncle Phil's a smooth dude. He's like, yo, Jeffrey, up. come here, yo. He's like, yeah. Yo, Jeffrey, can you uh, so f- 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 fix the problem? He's like, already done it, sir. Like he's he's so badass. You got to watch. Bel Air on Peacock. Well, let's get into this because we have a fight to catch at three thirty. Right? Yeah, I know. I was, no, I, I was I know. I was going to tell you, but I was going to say, well, maybe Camino doesn't want me to help him with at anything. I, yeah, I got the. Update. I was waiting, Rich. I was waiting for Rich to say, "You mean three o'clock?" Like, no, because like, so I, I could have said, "You mean you didn't get the text?" Your movie? Southwest flight. You mean you didn't get the update? Your Southwest flight from Burbank now departs at three thirty. Yes, Sorry I, for the delay. Yes, I got the update, Rich. Thank you. So anyway, thank Southwest. you guys. So I will get on uh, Fresh Prince. I'll check that out. But Pam and Tommy wrapped up last night. Bel Air, bro, not Fresh Prince. <laughs> Bel Air. Fresh Yo. Prince of Bel Air, bro. Bel Air. I'll watch that. Jeffrey and Uncle Phil being buds is a cool twist. And these are not spoilers. You learn this in the episode one. It's like they yeah. relax, Jeff the jerk man. Uh, really they've they've reimagined it. Like Carlton is not a nerd. He's more of a Coke fiend. I mean, yeah, you see that in the trailer, but Carlton is top dog in that Bel Air world. Like he's like the in charge, like he's nerdy, but he like runs the prep school. He's like, he's like in shape and he's got no time for like Will's like ghetto ways. How does it's so good. It really is. How does Alfonso Ribeiro feel about the reimagination? It's I mean, of Joffrey is like Ray Donovan. He is Carlton. I keep saying Joffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey is so good. Um, the Hillary angle is great too. The the you know the daughter, Will's cousin. Hillary is like an influencer chef that's trying to find her way. Every, I'm not even joking. I thought it was going to be good. I'm not trying to overhype, but I'd be amazed if you didn't love it. I know you and the shows that I watch that I'm like, I won't recommend to Cavino. Like I watched oh, this. This is us, this is us last night. I, I watched this week's episode. Fantastic. But I would never say, Kavino, I mean, you really got to watch This Is Us. I know, not it's not for you. I, know it's not for, I know it's not for you. Allergic to it. Tell that corny shit to beat it. Yo. Think a guy with a leather jacket like yeah. this could watch that corny shit? I'm too cool for This Is Us. Out of your mind. This ain't us. You know what they're saying. Not me. This ain't us. <laughs> ain't us. Two shows. Two shows that are... Uh, <laughs> two, two shows that snort. are... <laughs> <laughs> two shows that are reboots... That I like for different reasons. Both seem to be doing well. How I Met Your Father was renewed for a second season. I think it's aight. It's good. Um, and Bel Air. I think, I, honestly, they, they so stand on their own that I don't think they need it. But both plan on having cameos in upcoming weeks. Nice. So. Nice. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it for real. I enjoy Hillary on the show as well. That's EJ Reed. Yeah, the modern day spin on Hillary being an influencer instead of like the ditzy Valley girl is way better. Agreed. I, I'm glad you guys like it too. All I right. hope I hope they recreate the scene where uh, Hillary got proposed to with a bungee uh, with the guy who was bungee jumping. Didn't he die? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hillary, will you marry? <laughs> yeah. I think I only know that from you guys playing it. Or that scene where Uncle Uncle Phil and. 
Will, like, how come you don't want me? And if they're talking about his dad and he hugs oh, right. Uncle Phil, that How room. come you don't want me, man? Oh, it might be the most emotional scene. A very special Bel Air. Uh, um, I have a lot to get to today, so let's get right into it. Um, Sometimes I rewatch that scene to feel. It's a Mario day, March 10th. So what's up to uh, all the Marios? You know, Mario Wrangle, uh, Mario and Luigi, Mario Andretti. I had, a, I had an Uncle Mario. Your Uncle Mario? We Mario. Didn't call him Mario. Mario. We called him Mario. Mario. Yeah, on the East Coast, you're saying Mario. Throwback Thursday. Let me show you a picture of my Uncle Mario. But it's a, it's a picture of my dad, too. Wait, this is a picture of Mario Wrangle. What? <laughs> and a shout out to Mario Wrangle. All the Marios and Marios. Hey. Hey, hey. Mama. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. The most mammoth Mario is my Uncle Mario on the right. That's oh, my dad on the your left. Your dad and your brother look identical. Really? If my dad, if my brother had a mustache, your brother had a yeah. mustache and poofier hair. Yeah, you know, it's, you know good shoulder cap. You don't see it. Spot. You don't see. By the way, they're both naked there, just so you know, like fully naked. Yeah. No, I could just tell you what's going on there. They're for wearing, sure. they were in jean cutoff no, jeans, having a barbecue. That, yeah, that's that. You're so dead on with like you know track sneaker. You know those yeah. like seventies, eighties looking it's track sneakers. Great pomp, by the way. That's that's my childhood home. They're probably you know working on it together. They were like inseparable. Hey, we were blood brothers. That's something you don't hear nowadays. Yeah. Blood brothers. That's my uncle Mario. Mario, we called him. And my dad. They grew up on the same street together. And he was a fixture. He was the, on a throwback Thursday, the typical like guy that he came over every Saturday. Every Saturday. So when I was a kid growing up, I looked forward to my Saturday morning cartoons, my mom's pancakes. And, then and Mario. Uncle, Mar- uncle Mario coming over with a dirty joke to tell that I had to pretend to not get in front of my mom. Mario. Yeah. And I would like, oh, sweet. Uncle it, Mario's it, it, joking it is, uh, a week. Let's go. It is funny how everyone on the East Coast says Mario. He was Mario. 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 Yeah, Mario Brothers. Not Mario. But it's why is it Mario Day? Mario Day? March 10th. March M-A-R-1-0. 10th. mar Took me a second to figure that out. M-A-R-1-0. M-A-R-1-0. But bro, you nailed it. That was like the, the outfit of the young... Late seventies, early eighties. No guy. clothes and jean shorts. Just jean no shorts, shorts uh, making burgers. That was it. Cut off jean shorts. No socks. Yeah. When men were men. I yeah. agree. I'm key. When men were men. Oh, there you go. Well, um, by the way, speaking of reboots, one last note. I did see this. It was a year ago, so I'm wondering if anything changed because people are saying, "What else needs a reboot from our childhood?" Fuck, they, they've done everything. You know, Bel Air, fantastic. How I Met Your Father, a more recent spinoff. I liked it so far. So good. Um, I saw Alyssa Milano, who she's always been so nice to us, but she's so eye rolly. I don't know how to, I don't know how to assess Alyssa Milano. She did a little something. She looks better. No, but I'm saying, um, I'm saying politically and who she is. She's too awake. (laughs) She's the most woke. I I just, Alyssa Milano makes me roll my eyes, but every time we see her, she's kind to us. So uh, so I don't know how to assess it all started with her, um, her breastfeeding. Uh, it's not even that spot. It's no, her, but it also that that was like her. Samantha, that's a tea. Her foray oh, into like the COVID. Everything she does, everything about sense. her. I, I just, I she's so kind you and nice to us. Credit though for being one of the first most woke. She was early she on. Was she's really always been. She's like traumatic. Wokeish. She's like, I had COVID. Look, my hair falling out. Like I, I everything know. about her is annoying. Yet she's so but kind. She's ori- but you know what? She was like OG though. She's you got to so give kind. her credit. If she was the first woke one. Yeah, I guess she woke early, early bird gets of the, the wokeness. It's not like she followed the woke trend. She's, she was on that yeah, shit. She might have start. started the woke trend. All right. So Angela, I, I bring her up because I saw her in an interview like last year. So I'm surprised it's got no follow up. She said that her and Tony Danza and Angela 
Judith Light. There is a spinoff in the works where Tony is retired and him and Angela obviously got married. That's how the show ended, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And Retired from housekeeping? Alyssa Milano, Samantha, gets divorced or loses her husband or something, and Tony comes to help raise her kids, and it's a... Like Full like House? A, so, yeah, but it's a twist on like how he's a little old school. Like, hey, yo, Tony Dan's old school. Meanwhile, Samantha is super woke. Oh, so it's perfect. And I, and I was like, you know what? That's sort of a, a, I'll watch it because I like Tony Danza and I loved who was the boss, but I haven't heard one thing about it since she said it. So it's hey, fun. Can you, oh, hey. It, so can you do a quick little Google and then I got stories and he's got stories, but I'm done. I'm done with my stories. A little who's I just the got bo- some news alerts. Who's the boss spinoff? Like I, I heard it, but I never heard a follow up. <laughs> Let's see. Hey, oh, hey, Angela. Samantha, like your son is the non-binary. Jonathan, <laughs> during a recent interview, Jonathan and her, uh, Jonathan and his boyfriend probably, he probably, you know, they'll probably be like, he's, you know, gay. Tony, uh, dad, he, dad, uh, you know, what's his grandson's name? We'll make up one, like Ran- Ranson, Ranson. He's not. He's, he's, he's gender neutral. This is our son, Rangoon. Hey, oh, hey, gender neutral. Hey, get over here, buddy. Hey. Hey, my grandson. I'm your grandchild. Hey, but you're my grandson. I'm your grandperson. Oh, hey. I mean, like, hey, Stop oh. identifying me. Oh, yeah, hey. you're a boy. You're a boy. Hey, I don't care if you're a little foofy, but you're a boy. Yes. Yeah, but Why I'm did a... you buy him a blue hat? Just a man, because a boy. Uh, <laughs> probably the whole show. Perfect for you. Yeah. Uh, so in an interview in January, she teased that a reboot's been in the works, but the pandemic kind of slowed it down. But no, no real details. Yeah, but I mean, like, of all the reboots of all the shows, we reference that fucking show all the time. And who didn't love Tony Danza and Mo, Mo, rest in peace, Mona? I'm sure they'll pay tribute to her. I, I don't know. I'm all for it. I'd watch her. For, I watched Fuller House for a while until I was like, all right, I'm over the nostalgia. I'm done. But listen, it's nice. It's nice. I can't argue things that are nice. Yeah. I mean, Netflix has a, a ton of money. Throw some money at it. Angela, Mona. Jonathan, Jonathan, Angela, Jonathan, Jonathan. I watched a clip recently. I don't know why it popped up on my Jonathan. one of my social media feeds. It was the scene where Tony Danza. I don't. I don't want you to get flagged, so don't play it. I guess. But it was a scene, the legendary scene, where Tony Danza opens the, the ba- no. He opens the he opens the bathroom door, and Angela's in the shower. Yeah, and they both have headphones on or something, so they don't. And she has the towel open. <laughs> and he's like, Angela. <laughs> Angela, you got titties. Oh, it's a classic moment in TV history. She's got like a, she's rich Connecticut, right? Yeah. And it just shows the time because the bathroom, you see Tony's feet walking in. They have carpeting in their bathroom. How 80s. Oh. How 80s rich to have pee all over that carpet. Oh. Who was it that had carpeting? Was it Alyssa this Milano? House, this house had carpeting in the bathroom before. I, I remember that. Yeah. It's, gr- it's all like yellow and uh, there was When we bought this house, there was carpet around the toilet. And Sarah and I are like, yo, what? Are, like, that's fucking. How many times? Of it? I was like, <laughs> I think we got to rip it up. You know how many times in the middle of the night I have to like wipe pee off the floor? <laughs> yeah, how many times like all of a sudden? Because like you're, you know, you're, you're. You're half asleep and well, you're sometimes even jumpstart a pee and you have a little dribble come out or something. So like, it's like you don't know what you're doing in the middle of the night. And I'm with you, Spot. I hear you. You see a little few drops and you just wipe it up and then you spot, spray I with bleach you in the morning. I hear you and I feel you. Barf. Spray with bleach in the morning. You get a little bleach spray. But I'm not doing that at night. On a carpet, no less. But on the, yeah. Gross. 
Or you overshoot because you you got a little stiffy in the morning. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot. So it goes past. It never happens to you. Mario Day. Oh, you're so great. You have such no, great it aim. I, I hey, said yes. Hey, my me. Me? I sit when I pee, so it's all good. Nighttime pee sits. You want to know, because it's peaceful for me. You want to know the weakest part about it? I have peaceful. a total toilet. So when you sit on a total toilet, when you sit on a total, you probably wouldn't notice. When you sit on a total, the fan turns on, like blows up your balls a little bit. Like, <laughs> so Jordan basically knows that I'm sitting down. Every time. Because you could hear the fan go on. So it's kind of annoying. Can when you, you fart, the fan picks up. Can you, you, you ever sit down after a, a little cardio, get a little fan on your fucking sweaty balls? <laughs> yeah. after, you, after you do a little cardio, yeah. do a little. It's pretty good. But that's that's why I do those things every once in a while, though. Because it's late. I don't feel like turning the light on. You know, Ugh. I'm going to ask you one personal question. And I don't want to miss. I'm going to ask you one personal question that takes uh, that doesn't need explanation, just an answer. And then I have stories, a lot of stories that we have to get to. So let's go. But the personal question is not just with your current person, but in your life, are you okay letting someone go down on you? If you have not like showered, I, I can't, By I'm, the way, I, four o'clock, four o'clock departure now, which sucks. Cause we have a dinner to go to tonight at seven. Thank God we booked a little earlier yeah. flight. Oh Jesus! That's a half hour flight. Thank you. Uh, we'll make we'll it. But it's we'll gonna be. be. And you know what we're gonna have to do? Check in right to the restaurant. Ah, uh, what a shame. But I spot. I better. I'm happier finding out now than when we get to the airport. Sorry, right? Just got an alert. That's what uh, alerts are great. I love it. All right. Just trying to let everybody know that I'm on top of it. Hell, if it gets any later, you could just drive there. Um. Damn it. So go ahead. Thanks for telling me. Would you let somebody go down on you? In your life, no. not just with your current. I don't want to, I'm I mean, not putting you on the currents, but like I mean, if probably I've evolved. Like I mean, I, I was, no, but I'm just saying like, I do it all the time. Can, but can you enjoy? Yes. Can you enjoy pleasure no. knowing that I like, think so. yes. like if I just got back from playing softball with a gym or something, I would never, I would be like, no, I let me take a shower. I wouldn't enjoy it. Cause I would feel like gross or guilty or like dip it over the sink. You haven't lived until you get off post yoga sex. No, that's gross. No, yeah, I'm sex. With, I'm with no, no, well, hold on. Yeah, but you, you said sex. But you don't, but there's like stuff involved. I'm sorry, what? There's like, you know, there's 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 stuff involved. There's like a face near the area. <laughs> that we're calling it face near the area? I don't know what you face want me to say. I don't know what you want face. me to say. I don't face know what I'm allowed to say anymore. No, face near the area is You've great. You neutered me. Face near the area. I, I just, I feel like kind of late. Barf. Yeah. That, I was going to say that. that. I brought up because of Kavina's little uh, ball fan. I have no, like... I have no qualms about letting, letting my uh, dirty dick get sucked. That's oh. gross, bro. Yeah. Like no qualms. on every level. No qualms whatsoever. I just checked every level. I just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right. It's really gross. Um, all right. You know what? It's like, I have a story about like my. I have a story about my mom. I have a story about family. I have Ooh, a, girl, I have a question. Nasty. I have, I have three nasty. things that are necessary to get to. So let me cross off the other little things quick, just so I can get them off my mind and plate. If if Kristen doesn't mind, why should I mind? What makes you think she doesn't? You are vile. Yeah, that's I, vile. I fully accept that description. Oh, stank. Yeah. stank, stank. But I, I sent you some pictures. I fully I, ex- you I, know what? It's getting sucked. I don't care. Jeez. Ooh. You're gross. Maybe, you I, shouldn't have, maybe yeah. I shouldn't have oh, asked. So all of a sudden, you ask a question about fellatio. Everything, ah, and all of a sudden, I can't even talk gross, about it. The, and, and everything. 
Oh, oh that is gross. Face near the area. Ah. <laughs> That's uh, your new phrase. Face like clip. Face near the area. <laughs> face near the area. Hey, Spot, I sent you a ton of pictures. The last five, go in reverse order if you don't mind. I texted you at the CNR show, 412, the letter CNR show. Just a couple quick notes and then story time on Kavino and Rich. You sent me five. Number five is a TV. To CNR show, 412, the letters C and R show. You just sent them? I sent them at 9.58 this morning, right before the show. Oh, so when okay. I said spot oh. incoming messages for today's show. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, I got it. Okay, gotcha. I saw this meme, and on a throwback Thursday, I think it feels right. Start with the first one? The last one I sent you with the TV. Got it. And go backwards. Does this not fucking hit you hard on a throwback Thursday. Love it. Nothing had, made I you happier. This, yeah, nothing made nothing me happier. Nothing made you happier than seeing this when you walked in a classroom as a kid and it's that cart that carried the TV that was strapped with the VCR. Yo, that meant you were watching something and you had like snooze time or break time. I love how they thought that strap was going to keep that whole cart from tipping over. What was the name of the department? that AV department. Uh, the AV department. That AV yeah. de- hey, someone go roll the TV down the hallway. It was, like the the audio, it was like the wiener with the glasses. Who, yeah, well, the audio visual you had to room, operate the it, fucking. It was usually VCR. in the library. Mm-hmm. So you would have to interact with the librarian. And you say, I'm here to go pick up the TV for uh, room 12. Was, the teacher two, was always a bumbling idiot, at least in my experience. Oh, every teacher was. Get, who didn't know how to get it going right. How does how, It's like amazing. How do teachers not know how to operate it? And uh, That's why they had nerds like me to do it. And. The reality was you were probably watching some corny shit like Slim Goodbody, like you said, or, or like I'm a Bill yeah. on the. That's st- how we watched uh, the Challenger, Destinos. Yeah, in Spanish class, Destinos. But you're absolutely right. That meant like you're watching like some weird movie that your teacher wanted to show you because it went with the lesson they were teaching. Or do you remember that feeling where when the teacher turned the lights off, classrooms just got so much cooler because there was so much bright light that it turn was off the feeling, lights. Yeah. TV and you, you were at your great. desk and you're like, am I gonna feeling the nostalgia? Am I gonna take a nap at school right now? Remember that feeling? It was like cooler. The lights were out. The TV's on. You're like, you're at your desk. Like you had your hands because your desk was like here. So you're like, nothing was great. If you had a, a, a one of your classrooms was like oh, had windows. And you put your head. Remember doing this move? Hey, you know yeah. the move was you put your book. You put your book up. If one of your classrooms had windows, it wasn't as great as the ones that were like inside the school. Yeah, that had zero windows. Mm-hmm. Once the lights went out, and it was just TV light. Cop the overhead projector high with the with that clear paper, the clear shit they would write on. Anyway, I thought that was a good throwback Thursday. Spot next next slide. <laughs> Someone passed Quick, away yesterday. At the the age. Slide. We're gonna watch Lord of the Flies today, class. Like, well, rest in peace. Ninety two years old. Ninety two years old. Mister Entman himself, oh. Charles Entman. This man should be created, celebrated. Who created the most delicious? Mass produced pastries of all time. I don't care what you say. Yeah, you could go to your local bakery and get the, nah. the good shit. But as far as boxed items, step aside, Drake's and Hostess, Entenmann's on Long Island. Rest in peace. That was now distributed around the world. Well, I think that's what he's, well, aside from the tasty cake. Yeah. Charles E. He was responsible for getting them into supermarkets nationwide. Yeah, he, he comes from a family of bakers, yes, and guy. he was Celebrate. the generation. He was the generation that took Entenmann's crumb cake, those chocolate chip cookies, the donuts, oh, right. the, the as you said, what was your favorite? The, the uh, Danish? Didn't you? You have a favorite, right? What the is it? French cheesecake. The French With cheesecake. The cherry on in the middle. Oh, dude, they're everything that this man made. The best boxed cakes. 
Yeah. So can't downplay it. It's it's really that. It, dope. It, it's so that East Coast. It's so dope. East Coast of me. But every time I go back to the East Coast or someone from the East Coast visits me, uh, it sounds silly, but they know to bring me an Entenmann's crunk cake. Yeah, Jordan made us last time she came to Jersey. I wonder she's due for a visit, but my I believe my parents went out and bought her because she specifically was like, "Oh my God, you guys." You sell the actual cakes because you can get them like wrapped, but you're not getting the fresh. Cake. Yeah, you're not getting the uh, you, you could get the individual mini crumb cakes, right. but they're just not quite as good as the she likes the the, the actual one. by the way, golden cake with the chocolate icing. Oh, that is What's so good. Yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, might be golden. Yeah, he was also known for being a great philanthropist and his, his son <clears throat> said he didn't want to be recognized for that, but he was very charitable um, in, into healthcare products. Helping, helping people. I don't know if his if his he's survived by his two children, seven grandchildren, wow. and a plethora of great grandchildren. Imagine. I being, wonder who's taking over the business. Oh, that's a good one. That's the Entenmann's French cheesecake. And by the, the way, in the middle. Oh, and by yeah. the way, he didn't have a sweet tooth. Did you know that? Wow. Didn't Maybe have a sweet out. tooth. But there was a. Uh, rest in peace, by the way, Charles Entenmann. I respect that. My grandfather. Oh. Every weekend we would go. I was your grandfather. You know Westbury Long Island community. You probably remember for Westbury Music Hall. You probably Westbury. hosted some K Rock events at the Westbury Music Hall. A big fair, Westbury Music Fair. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the Westbury Music right there. There was a Entman's outlet where if a cake was one day too old, they marked them down and they were all dollar. My grandfather used to house probably. A crumb cake and a and a pot of coffee oh, a day. Oh, I'm gonna scoff it down. Oh. Scarf. Yeah. Well, I said scoff. So my, my love of coffee and crumb cake. Thank you, Charles Entenmann. I've, right. I've I've only I've had one recipe for a crumb cake that comes close to that. And Spot, yours are so good because it was close. Because it was close. Spot makes a great crumb cake. I gotta yeah. As much as I love Entenmann's coffee cake, crumb cake. Those little individual Drakes ones. No, they're pretty garbage. good. It's a different style, though. Different style. Yeah. Great. From, from the candy machine. Like, my dad would have those. Oh, they're all pretty the time. good. They're pretty Drake's good. Drake's coffee cake? I like Drake's coffee Oh, Eric B. Eric B. Best, no Eric doubt. B. just threw this out there, and I agree with him because I did this with every Entenmann's box. He goes, Yo, you start cutting that Danish or cake, and you leave the knife in the box. You're scared that you're going to throw that away, though. Yeah, you're like, you leave the knife in the box. And then at the end, that little metal tin, you take all the crumbs that are left over, and you're like, Oh. Oh, so man. good. It really right, is. Well, rest in peace, Charles Entenmann. Um, By the way, that's how you knew the party was over, too. Someone broke out the Entenmanns. Yeah. Even Sebastian Maniscalco shouts out. I think he Entenmans. does, right? Entenmanns. Break out Entenmans. the cake. The Sanka. The Sanka. Now, the next picture I sent you, Spot. I love this little show and tell. I Is this real? I saw this guy at the gym. Hold on. And I want you to know. Is this? Wait. No. I want, I want you to tell me if you think this is a... Joke? Is this guy lame? He's Do you admire a, his gusto, or is he a celebrity? I don't know. He's got to be an impersonator. No, he's an impersonator. And of, of guess who? Look at this guy I saw at the gym. He's a celebrity impersonator. Camino's gonna know. Don't say Lenny Kravitz. Yes, he's got to be. Look at this guy I saw at the gym yesterday. He's got to be a celebrity impersonator, right? He's wearing no idea. He's wearing like Brett the Hitman heart sunglasses with spiky hair, tattoos all over. Looks like Lenny Kravitz. And he's wearing like spandex pants. And this guy, I've seen him before. He's too beefy to he be Lenny struts around. Oh. He struts around the gym and I'm like, yo, is this guy a joke? Is, is that, he a, does he think he's cool? Is he an impersonator? Is he lame? I am, I so badly want to be like, what is your deal? I way, see this guy and I'm like, who the fuck hey, are you? you? fake it till you make it. If you're man. in the background, who took this photo? 
<laughs> That's funny, Sean. <laughs> Look at that guy. He looks like he's a, he's like from a time warp. Is that, guy, guy. that guy behind him looks like he's from 1982. Right? <laughs> is he wearing tube socks, that kid? Who is that guy? I saw this guy. There's like, so much going on he? in that photo. I know. I know. My, my thought was like, honestly, is this guy real? Some he, looks people like just, an, he looks like Lenny Kravitz. Some people feel themselves on a whole different Yo, level. He feels man. himself on a level where I'm like, there's no way on earth. Someone hit me up yesterday. Who was it? My buddy Matt. Because I sent him, my buddy Matt. I, I had to send this to him. He goes, "Yo, Lenny Kravitz impersonator." So he felt the same as you. And I'm into those lats. Oh, well, I sent this to someone else, and they said, "Wherever he is, he, he's letting it be known that you should know." I can't imagine show. Imagine showing up to the gym or something like that. I feel like that mindset is like, I don't care if you know me. I know me. You know, it's like, and you should know me. I said it to Doug. What did Doug say? Maybe he's hoping to get Doug. discovered. He definitely wants people to know him, like Kavina. Oh, yeah, our buddy just, Doug said it looks like Den- it looks like Dennis Rodman fucked Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, he's a beefy guy. Yeah. So if you're not you're not watching, On it's tier just two. a picture of a, a a ripped black dude who looks no, like he's wearing not, like rock star sunglasses at the gym. I'm not walking around. People said Raul said, "What are you just walking around taking pictures of people?" No, Raul. But when you're at the gym and you see this guy enough, like you're trying to tell me that guy's not. Really That's wanna, like when you're in New York City. If you see some guy with a bird on his head in the subway, you're going to try to sneak a picture and be like, yo, dude, there's a guy with a bird on his head. I really want to buy those. They, I mean, you know, the Ray-Ban sunglasses. I got, a, the, I got a 24-hour fitness, by the way. The Ray-Ban sunglasses that have the camera built in. I really want to buy those and just like be at the gym, like snapping booties. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Booties. I noticed booties. that when you go to the gym and you see booties, what it's so hard. It? No, it, it, it's so hard. Save it for later. Show them to you. Oh, I, it's oh. not a. Okay. Yeah, it's not a. I'm not like a weird guy that sits at home and jerks off to other. Yeah, boot, I, booties. I, yeah, no, no it, that I, makes sense. It was I, a good I, I agree with Spot saying. I, yeah. A lot of times you take a picture to show <sighs> your buddy, but I, when I see booties at the gym, it's so hard for me to like. I, I don't know how every guy. I try to subtly look, but like some people are so in their lane. You know how we used to pass like a hot butt spot. I think has changed, but we used to pass like a hot ass in New York City. I'll be like, yo, did you oh, see that? God. And Spot's like, what? What? No, I'm still in my zone. Really? But I still appreciate, like at the gym, if it's in my purview. I'm all about it. I'm yeah, all Spot was, but you used to be the guy that would miss every still, like, nice like ass that walked yeah. by. You used to miss every ass. I mean, no, yo, you've changed a lot. Yeah, I'm you've changed, Spot. I'm hopped up That was on one of my first observations. I'm like, what's up with this guy? Yeah, that's what, that's what, that, I mean, Spot, for all the, for all the changes, good and bad, you've made over your life. That's probably your coolest change. You now you now recognize like a good ass. They used to be, they would be like jiggling ass titties, ass and titties, ass ass titties titties ass and titties, big booty bitches. That's all I know. DJ assault, bro. DJ assault. Um, no, that, that we, Kavino and I would be walking down like Eighth Avenue. Well, that's and there'd be I'm and there'd be like j- there'd be like jiggling jugs coming our way. And I'd be like, "Yo, Cova, jiggling and jugs, fun bags." Yeah. And then Spot would be like, "Whoa, I didn't see anything." You know who? Uh, Sophia Beverly awoke something in me. Maybe so. Maybe well, so. you know, God bless her. Then it. DJ Assault's great. I like, uh, what is it? Your mom. Your relatives. Yeah, was it your mother? Your mama. Your, your daddy, daddy. Your sister's a hoe. Your ho, mama. Ho, 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 ho. All right. One more little note, and then I get to my three hard-hitting stories of the day. Kavino and I agree. What's ass is jiggling? Kavino and I agree that this made me laugh my ass off. I'm surprised I have a booty still. I laugh my ass at this so much. Please tell me you sense spot. 
the Mad Dog Russo clip? Or did you just send it to me? I just sent it to you. Oh, okay. I'll find it then. What is this one spot? Ass is jiggling. Just picture it. Just picture ass is jiggling. Picture. Close your eyes. Every night, I like to let them hold spikes at the club. Saying, bitch, I want to fuck. I'm a Mac. I like to everywhere I go. That's what that guy at the gym's listening to. Trick, bitch, let me bang you on a fuck. That's what I'm figuring when I see asses wiggling. And Enough. Titties jiggling. Asses wiggling. And titties jiggling. Asses wiggling. And titties jiggling. I see asses wiggling. And titties jiggling. I see asses wiggling. And titties jiggling. I see asses wiggling. And titties jiggling. Oh, man. That's my This guy. How is that not a popular song? I like that. Well, it is now. See, asses wiggling. That's a poet. DJ Assault. Let's not forget this, my favorite. Your sister's a hoe. Your mama, your daddy, your sister's a hoe. Your mama, your daddy. I like when it kicks in. Your mama, your daddy, your sister's a hoe. Your mama, your daddy, your sister's a hoe. Your mama, your daddy, your sister's a hoe. Ho, 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 ho. He brings the hoes. Uh, Spot, I just sent something. Okay. Co- I sent something to Kavino and Rich, 412, the letter C in our show. You could always send us stuff. It's got to work out. It is a Twitter link spot that Kavino sent me, and I laughed at this more than I would like to admit. I laughed at this for a good... I, I, I watched it probably five times. I made my wife watch it. I, I was like, yo, you got to see this. Mad Dog Russo from Sirius XM. That guy. Oh, I can already that tell he's going to be yelling. We grew up listening to. Yeah. I mean, such a legend that he has his own 30 for 30 documentary on ESPN. Broadcasting legend, WFAN New York, just an host of High Heat. Uh, yeah, host of High Heat. And now, MLB. Oh, now a regular on Stephen A. Smith's first take. Like Stephen A., when Max Kellerman left the show. Well, they had some beef, him and Max. Him and Max had some beef. It was less beef, more that Stephen A. is the top dog. And he's like, yo, Max and I have peaked. He, he said he had a lot no- of beef, though, too. He said he had no beef with Max other than they peaked and he thought the show couldn't grow if it was still him and Max. So Michael Irvin's in the picture and every week, every Wednesday, I believe, from what I understand, every Wednesday's Mad Dog Russo Day. And so Mad Dog Russo, Christopher Russo from Mad Dog Radio on Sirius XM, Mike and the Mad Dog back in the day. He's such an original man. I, I said to Cavino, spot, I don't know what it is. Maybe because he had millions in money and didn't care. He's but how that. did it take this long for Mad Dog Russo and his weird, over-the-top, flamboyant, yet zany. funny, zany, zany antics. Guy. How did it take this long for someone to realize, yo, he's fucking gold? The thing is, it's not an act. It's, it's not. If you've grown up listening to the guy and, and knowing what he's about, I, I, something so zany about Spot, it. You know Mad Dog just from the hallways of SXM back in the day. I've heard his rants constantly. But you like, don't, th- like, you don't think it's wild to think that He's probably the number one sports radio guy in the last 50 years. He sort of revolutionized how sports radio changed, yet yeah, he, was on, he was on MLB Network and stuff like that, but you don't think it's crazy that it took until now for someone to say, yo, put him on like a popular debate show. Yeah, they didn't showcase like him. You, how is, do you think it was like he was like, I don't need the money. I'm Mad Dog Russo. I don't, I don't need it. I, I don't need the money. Well, that might have been it. You know, if, I don't know all the details, but when he went from terrestrial radio. Excuse my French. Timmy, turn the radio off. 
Balls! Balls! He went from Terrestrial Radio to Sirius. He was making like six million a year, Timmy. I think. So when you're making millions and millions like Just Mad Dog, that. maybe he's like, maybe his whole thought was like, I don't need to do weekly spots on ESPN or Fox or NBC. Maybe he's like, yo, they're paying me millions to do my radio show. That's it. And he's like, I don't need it. Who knows? Or and then maybe MLB was like, you love baseball. You're such a baseball guy. But now, watching Mad Dog Russo. You guys miss getting smacked in the ass by Mad Dog Russo? He's a great ass He had smacker. a great relationship with, with Mad Dog. I really always appreciated him. He had a nice him. respect was, for us, and we thought he was awesome. I, I, yeah, it was I, weird because it was always at the... Oh, didn't he pull his pants down around his ankles when he would pee at the urinal? A little... Not, maybe but not it, the ankles, but a little lower than but usual. But as as he was, hey, we made it Right? He would have those serious moments, and he'd, you know... Point his finger. Yo, like, you, guys are, you guys are good. You guys are good. Guys are good. But Mad Dog Russo is so good. Yeah. I respect the shit out of this guy. Oh, yeah. And it just, I'm amazed it took people this long to realize, oh, you know what? On TV with just his zany weirdness. You ever hear him on Howard Stern? It's freaking gold. Yeah. Well, he's such a maniac. He's so unique. Spot, just please watch this one clip where he's having a hard time with the chair wheels. Shut up. Keep in mind, he's about our parents' age, I think. At yeah, this point, no, right? he's like he's in his sixties yeah. and he's a legend, so, but so funny. he's trying to have a heated, loud debate with Stephen A. Smith, but he keeps rolling off his chair. Oh, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> it's so funny. You are making it. Whoops! I'm a fool. You are making. Wait, wait, wait. Let me help you. I'm in. No, I get on the chair. You're, you're, you're driving me crazy here. That Rogers, he he doesn't deserve any blame. What's the matter with this? Give me that pad. Oh my God! Uh, you you're telling me you're <laughs> telling me that Rogers does not. <laughs> It's so funny to see what we've grown up listening to all those years, you know, on a big stage with, with another hothead, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, man. You know, so, and, and they God, go at it. up together. And it was oh. it was great to see, and it's been great to see Mad Dog, who we know he's, we grew he's, up listening he's to. Fucking great! I, I'm you know this show with Stephen A. Smith. Um, and, and here's my takeaway spot, which is where I get angry, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you don't need to. You you know when you see something you want to respond to, but you're like, oh, other people have already handled it. I don't need to. No, I responded. You did? Yeah. Okay. I had to. This post had a ton of views and hits right away. Spot right. And everyone was calling. Oh, Kavina responded. Yeah, he don't did. Don't read it. Don't read it. I'm gonna, I be, oh, before sorry. I... Mad Dog Russo. And yet, no, like these comments. There were people that were fools that were like, who's this Who's this Skip Bayless wannabe? Who's this bootleg Skip Bayless? There was and too I, many of that. There was too many of those. And I'm thinking to myself... A lot. A lot of disrespect. How... If you're a sports guy or watch First Take, how on planet Earth do you not know... The oh, legacy. Yeah. yeah, look at Sal Licata, who he worked with at SNY spot. Skip Bayless is a pimple on Mad Dog's fanny. <laughs> like, it's true. That's how I feel. Yo, yeah. that's the best comment. That really yeah. is. That is a, a great comment. Yeah, Skip Bayless, you know him from the original first take and his show with uh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Skip, Skip. I'm yeah. sorry. Mad Dog Russo Shannon. is... Listen. Leaps and bounds, more of and a broadcasting like, legend. It's like Skip Bayless. It's so funny. It's back and forth. It's like one for one. It's like somebody says, like, who is this guy? Skip Bayless wanna be? And then someone's like, Mad Dog is a legend. <laughs> but spot, it's just you know what it's like? It's a muck it's a silly comparison, but it's like when Kanye West and Rihanna welcomed Paul McCartney for a song. 
And there were morons that are like, who's the old guy with Kanye? And it's like, you moron. I feel like they were trolling, but still, it's a Yeah, no, they were trolling. But this to me is for people, a, a spot. What, what is that coming? I don't mean, I just saw it was a long one from that guy, Frank, Frankie. For those people calling Mad Dog a Walmart version of Skip Bayless, better do their homework. Yeah, there's, I, I saw at least enough people saying. He's a sports talk legend. He's been doing it since the mid 80s. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, there would be no first take in sports radio because they all take his style and exactly. run with it. Exactly. So Mad Dog Radio invented, Mad Dog Russo and Francesa, Bike and the Mad Dog, invented a style of like friendly, arguing, combative debate radio they started, they started that. it that's such a great point so too. when you see they skip, started yeah, that that's like a shock jock yeah. that's <laughs> like that's like a, that's like howard stern not being credited as being the original shock look, jock look i think whoever this guy is was strictly designed to make viral videos he's all over the, the timeline but i haven't bothered to learn his name yeah what did yeah. i write spot honestly i what, uh, what did kavino write because okay. it, responded someone, to, you responded you wrote your own thing Mad Dog is a broadcasting legend. Anyone saying different is an uninformed bozo. With the clown with emoji. The clown emoji. Yeah. And, and then someone responded like, yeah, that's why nobody knows him. Right? Since you're such a big ESPN fan, watch his 30 for 30 and then comment. His 30 for 30. Oh, snap. Watch his 30 for 30. You, you, you capitalize his like it's, let me like ask it's you. Jesus. Let me, let me tell God. you this. Stephen A. Smith don't have his 30 for 30. Like these people are uninformed idiots. I mean, if you don't know, idiots. if you're a sports fan and don't know who Mad Dog Russo is, and it has nothing to do with New York as much as just... Every radio show in America it has something to copied do with him. It has something to do with it, though, because yeah. he was more of a New York. He was a New York. We acknowledge I that. Mean, Jesus. But still, he's the guy like he's the dude. And there's something so original for anyone thinking that he's pretending to be someone else or they casted him to be a skip. Ba- Get the fuck out of here. Skip Bayless, is a, skip Bayless is a bootleg. Yeah. Man, like, what a royal this idiot. happened. Uh, this happened, uh, apparently with po- it happened with Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne too, where someone's oh. like, who's the old guy? Why is, why is Post Malone giving this old guy a chance? It's like, you mean Ozzy Osbourne? This this happened, I mean, this is a horrible uh, comparison, but this happened recently with, with LCD Sound System because they were performing on SNL mm-hmm. as the musical guest like two weeks ago. I don't know why. And, but a lot of young people were like, who's this band? They're horrible. Oh my God, this is the worst. And they did like a couple of their hits because they don't have any new stuff out, but People just didn't know who they were because it's a different generation. Someone brought up a great point on one and of those shut comments. Shut your mouth. Now then shut up. Now here's the you thing. don't know because you well, don't do, do a little research. Even if you don't know him because you didn't grow up on the East Coast or you're unaware of his legacy, to comment without at least googling the guy is wild to me. You're now you're an uninformed bozo. Like now, I said, um, shut up. It, the craziest part is when you think about the layers of clout in the sports entertainment world. Listen, Stephen A's top dog now as far as makes, what, $15 million Plus a year? it's his show. But, but keep so he's in mind. sitting there like a king. But keep in mind, Stephen A. Smith at one point within the last five years had a show on Mad Dog's channel. Oh, my God. Yeah. Case closed. I mean. I forgot about that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, so, like here's, here's another comment. They trained this guy by making him watch prior seasons of Skip. Like, really? It's, yeah, Mad Dog needed training. The, the disrespect and I, the misinformation and the stupidity. Oh, that's, this is just budget an example. Skip Bayless. This is an example of, of the problem in our society, in our world. It's like these idiots oh. who just don't know a goddamn thing. And, and, and from with what? Their stupid opinions yeah. out there all the time. And, and from what I understand, Mad Dog has helped them get their best ratings in years. I'm on not his surprised. days. You know why? Because it's not an act. That's who the guy is. You know, and it's funny to see on this show, and I and I love it, and everybody respects it because they know. 
But there's a lot of people who yeah. are just talking smack about it, and they're just idiots. Yeah, who's this guy? I, I didn't have the patience for it yeah. because, there, you know, you come across originals like that, so few and far between in your life. And that's why I, I admire my buddy Sean the Lawyer, our buddy Sean the yep. Lawyer so much. It's not an act. Some people are just different. Yeah. And and my but our buddy Sean is is built different. Some He's people are just peculiar. Kid. Yeah, like hey. But genuine and nice. Same thing with Mad Dog. He's just an original. And it infuriated me. It infuriated me to see the comments. It, it made me mad. Kavino and I talked about it yesterday. I said, I said, I don't know why I'm defending a guy. He's always been nice to me, but I owe Mad Dog nothing. But in my it's, mind, I wanted to defend him because I'm like, these people. Because him saying, good afternoon, everybody. It's part of our come up. And just the ignorance of people. And then like, they're proud of it. Yeah. And they couldn't be more wrong. It's it's infuriating. So Mad Dog Russo falling off a chair. Spot one more time. Mad Dog, uh, as the as the uh, post said, chair one, Mad Dog zero. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh, wait, hang on. I mean, it really uh, is. It really is remarkable. Hang on. Hang on. There's a lot of people that spent their whole childhood listening to Stern in the morning, Mike and the Mad Dog in the afternoon. If you oh, grew yeah. up on the East well, Coast. Rocket Dog says, I'm not excusing not knowing who he is, but I can understand where a younger generation wouldn't know the history behind him. Then shut your pie hole. That's all. Shut your pie hole. Then well, who are you to comment? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's not a matter of not knowing. It's a matter of commenting when you don't know. Exactly. That's what it is. You are making it. Whoops. I'm going to Wait, wait, wait. Let me help you. I'm in. No, I get on a chair. You're, you're, you're driving me crazy here that Rogers, he, he doesn't deserve any blame. What's the matter with that chair? <laughs> So all the Molly's like, I'll help you. He's like, nah, I, got it. I can totally see how a young kid like, who is this clown? I love him. I get that. I totally understand that. But shut your face, you know, with your comments. Again, it's just a typical example of what you see all the time on social okay. media. You mentioned uh, are the producers, executive producers on the show, on the phone. Oh, Jim Ramsey. Yep. Ah, Jim Ramsey. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim from the Charlotte office checking in. Um, <laughs> What's up, man? I want to weigh in on the Christopher. Hey, but I want to weigh in on Christopher Russo because 40 years ago, I broadcast college basketball games with him. So if anybody would have some perspective on whether he's changed or not, I can help out. I, I can imagine he's always been a zany, hilariously off the wall type of guy. You should have seen or heard him in when he was 21 years old. Uh, we called him Bing Bing because his mind would ricochet around so fast. Bing Bing Bing! Ah, yeah, I, I can only imagine. That's what he's like at 60 something. Yeah, that's that, that's an incredible sort of thought. You know, imagine how he was when he was that young. Yeah, pretty but wild. He's always been that high energy, uh, infectious laugh. Uh, super nice guy in person with an amazing uh, memory. But he's always been that way. So he's oh, not yeah. copying nobody. And I can tell you that from 40 years ago. That's Agreed. what, that's what Thanks, makes Jim. it so aggravating. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. Now, that's um, really cool. To, to, to wrap that whole thought, he, if you don't know enough about Mad Dog Russo, it's worth watching. It's like an hour long. The Mike and the Mad Dog, 30 for 30. Even if you're a fan of radio, right? If you're a fan of just radio in general, talk radio, just to watch the story of how sports radio transformed because of that guy. It's on ESPN. Check it out. All right. Um, where do we want to start? A mom update, a family question, or a question about game and style? Game and style. All right. Spot, game, I sent. Game, what? I, I sent you a video. Game and style. 
You don't have to play it yet. F- uh, fedoras <clears throat> and uh, uh, boas. No, game and style. Oh. So next week, I'm going to a wedding, like I've mentioned many times. Going to Atlanta, our friend Ginate, tying the knot. Excited. Get to see my old school friends. Do you know why they call it tie the knot? Um, because a guy could tie his penis in a knot because he'll never use it again. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Right. Once you get married, it's over. Positive people like that. <laughs> so it didn't dawn on me until a few days ago. Leave Camino's sister out of this. It didn't yeah. dawn on me until a few days ago where I'm like, you know what? I really haven't gained any weight. I haven't lost any weight. I have, I feel like I'm the same, but I haven't wore a suit in years. We forget that we right now, March 10th, we are approaching the, we're a day or so away from the two year anniversary of us being sent home for a two week. Let's uh, stop this. Two weeks to slow the spread. Slow the spread. So, I know for a fact, Kavino, I haven't wore a suit in two years because I haven't gone anywhere official in two years. Okay. And then I'm like, well, before that, where did I go in 2019? I probably haven't. I haven't probably. I've not wore a suit since easily 2019. It's three years ago. I mean, I don't think I look much different as far as body size. So I'm like, that's always it's the tricky, case, though. Yeah, when I always I feel that way. Like, like, oh, snap. Yeah. It's like I think I wear the same as I did, did like three months ago. So sneaks up on you, sneaks up on you. I, 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 I said, you know what? Thanks, Shit. thanks back. I got to go not only find my suit, but I got to try it on. And Kavino goes, what do you mean find your suit? Where would it be? I go, dude, I moved. And you know, when you move, sometimes you're like, sometimes important things. You're like, you don't lose a suit, but you, you can take, but you can take a stack of clothes on you hangers, your, your hoodie, put it somewhere. It. No, I'm just saying it's, it, uh, you don't lose a suit. If you, if you lost your like sweatshirt, I get uh, that. Is that like a pair of underwear, maybe yeah. your suit, like, suit. Right, well, <laughs> I lucky lucky for you, I, I found my suit. No, lucky for you. I know. Lucky for me. For I you. Found, I found my suit. For, for you. Me. I found my suit and I tried it on. It's about to give you a little video. Just swoot to, suit, right? Of, of me trying it on. Swoot suit, right? And I just had a couple questions about you got over there. the suit game. Oh, he's looking at his Mark Grace 1995. Nah, man. I'm still intrigued by Louis Polonia. I don't know how the. Uh, yeah, follow through. I don't know how the athletics let him go. Look at, look at that, that walk. Look at that stirrup game. And then, and then he went to the Braves. Game. And is then he, I think he went back to the Yankees again. He's hyperextending his uh, right leg. Louis Polonio is a great slap hitter, bro. Look at that. He's hyperextending. Slap yeah. hitter, bro. And I'm not talking with the ladies. I'm talking to baseball. You know what Kavino would have hated, Spot? Being like a baseball gig. player, knowing slap that hitter. he doesn't get to choose what pose. Like, Kavino's like, oh, they got my bedside. <laughs> you don't even have to approve it. I'm, I'm waiting to hear. No. I'm, I'm excited about this uh, right, your suit, suit story. So, no, I sent Spot a little video of me trying on my suit. And then I said, Kavino, you got a picture of the suit you wore to uh, Jordan's sister's wedding? Because I could promise you that's the I only time Kavino's wore a suit in the last three years either. Trying on a suit. Fast, right? Oh, you should go with those uh, shoes. Yeah, it fits. Yeah. Is that your uh, hosting suit? It's my hosting suit. It's like a slimmer fit, but not too, too snug. But it's... It, it, if, it's any, if anything, if anything I feel you like get some socks. Yeah, well, well I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I, I think it fits better than when you... I, it almost looks like it's a little bit looser than when you uh, hosted. 
Yeah, I, when I wore it to a Vegas hosting event, it was a, it might have been a little more snug. But here's that's, my question. That's good. I snug said to, is a pug and I, a nug on a rug? Yeah, no. I, said, I said to Sarah. No. I said to Sarah pug. because I said, and she's like, I, I had, did you guys see that meme recently where it's like, yes. here's something you can't say and it comes out nice? Like you can't say the phrase, I wasn't talking to you in a polite way, no matter what. Try to say it like the nicest way. I don't want to pull a Dickie Davis, but have you seen the guy that does this on TikTok? Where he's like, yeah, nah, that's not going to work for you. And excuse me? No, 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 I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. I wasn't talking to you. You haven't seen that no, guy? No, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Like, some, some, like a woman could be looking at like a health book. Like, nah, that's not good. That shit ain't going to work for you. Excuse me? No, I'm on the phone. I get the point. That's why I wasn't talking to you. So his whole thing was, his whole thing is I wasn't talking to you. It's like a guy. Like, but you can't say, you yeah, can't say, the, you can't say, uh, you like can't say the phrase. Yeah. You can't say the phrase. It's all fake, by the way. I wasn't talking to you. I wasn't talking to you. In a nice way. I wasn't talking to you. I wasn't talking to you. Uh, Maybe if you had an O, like, oh, I wasn't talking to you. No, because it still sounds passive now. Here's uh, Steve. So there's Steve in his suit. Scroll up. I want to see the legs of the suit. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a fine suit. If it was buttoned, I'd be able to try see the fit more. And, try and look past Jordan. You know what? Let me get the distraction out of the way. Hang on. Because, like, who doesn't want to look at Jordan? Uh, now I can focus. Sorry. Now I can focus. Right. That's a fine looking suit. Yeah. It's if nice it's buttoned, suit. I'd be able to see the fit more. You know what I'm saying? Because you, when you button it, you get to see how it. How it fits a little better. I don't like that picture because her flowers are blocking my bulge. Those are bulging hands. Oh, I, th I thought you put flowers on your bulge. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I thought I, the flowers were your bulge. Yeah. No. Uh, the jacket fits me fine. Still fits, right? Look at the okay. two of you. Look at these two handsome men. Oh, so my thought is this spot. My thought was not to show off my suit and be like, "Yo, Kavino, send me a handsome suit picture." We are. Why not? Homo sapiens? Correct. We are men. We are men. We are Kill the white man. Kill um, whitey. Kill whitey. Now, now, Spot, I feel like, as Kavino said to me, we had a clandestine conversation. And he's like, well, Spot could wear some Mufford and some shit and look good. Because you're into, you got the true. beard and you like, you're, you're more like a... You're more of like a, a hippie type of dude. I'm also very burly and I'm barrel chested, so I can't get away no, with certain Rich things. Rich made reference to the question became, what kind of suit would you get? Well, right? I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, but he suggested that Spot. Our styles are not the same. Yeah. Like a capri pants sort of suit. I'm like, Spot dresses like Mumford and well, my, my point. My point was this. What am I dressing like? My, my point was this. <laughs> You've seen me go out. Wear suspenders Stand and by. bow ties and things like that. Stand by. My, my, spot, my, my point was this. There are things that are, quote, indicators, right? Now, what are indicators? Indicators to your age and relevance. One of them. People that live in Illinois. For, for, for women, Sarah agreed with me on this, and one of my, a couple of my female friends agreed. Makeup. You could tell how old a woman is by how good she, a lot of w younger women are better with makeup. They just, tutorials, contouring, different things. Older women are, from what I've talked to the girls I know, women that are like 40-ish are like, man, 20-something-year-old girls have so many better makeup tricks that we didn't learn when we were younger. Wow. Younger cool. women, makeup. And I said, you know what another indicator is? Makes oh, sense. God. I would have never known look, that. Look, look up a 20-something-year-old girl and her okay. picture. Okay. A, a picture of her <laughs> would likely have some type of blingy or pattern cell phone case. 
was like, what would what would be the indicator? Like if you were playing guessing games, like, yo, how old is that girl? I feel like her makeup, her cell phone case, there's the indicators, right? For a guy, look at his jeans, right? Look at a guy, look at his Dude's haircut. Wearing, Dude's wearing silver caps from 1994. If you, have, if you have a fade and a Cavino or Rich type of haircut where it's sort of just up in the front to the side with like a, a fade, you know what that is? That's a 40-year-old guy haircut. If you're 20-something, nah, if you're 20-something, you got flop head. Mexicans every, don't have flop head. Ev- every young kid's got the flop head. I'm sorry, what? Oh, were you just looking up random hot 20-year-olds? Sorry, Spock. That was Sophia Beverly. So, <laughs> Jesus. my things. point is there's indicators as to how old or young you are. For a guy, jeans. For a woman, for women, women, women. Maybe her bag or her cell phone case or the way she does her makeup, right? There's different indicators. And I said, you know what? An interesting one for guys, their suit. Because if you're 50, if you're 50, 60 or older, like, a, you know, if you're like our parents' age, guys are probably going to be wearing a, a, a baggier suit that maybe they haven't got an updated one, like an older baggier type of suit. Did you see Robert Pattinson recently promoting the Batman? No. He came out and people were like, yo, did he just come back from like the 1994 NBA draft? Because oh, it was like an suit. oversized, you know, shoulders all squared out. Maybe that's shoulder maybe pads, they're trying to bring it back. But really big oversized suit. It looked like he was just drafted by the uh, maybe they're trying to, Bulls. Maybe they're trying to bring it back. You'll see it. We have two more updates on our flight, by the way. I know. No, more? now it's back. I know, 329. It went to 430. Now it's and back now. to 329. We might need to get there on regular time just in case. Anyway. Suits. Is it this one? No, it's not. But he came out and like, you know, those oversized NBA draft early day, early 90 suits. So my, my point is to dress age appropriate, but don't, don't not update yourself if you need to update yourself i was telling i was asking sarah what type of suit would you want me to wear what would you want me to fucking dress like shane on the love is blind reunion where he's got where he's showing fucking man ankle and his legs exposed with no socks yeah she's like she's like you could you could try that why are you scared to try something like that if you want it? i'm like i just think that's a 20 30 year old man's game i can't not only that i it's think you have style. popeye calves so yeah, i, I mean it's not right. a right look for everybody I mean, you might like the no, the no sock loafer type of look. <laughs> I don't know. No, I just, now you're just Google imaging I, Robert Pattinson. I think that's his style, though. All his suits are oversized. I think he was wearing a suit and tie. I think he has girly shoulders. I think that's why. It was yeah. a suit and so tie. All his, all not his a, suits are boxing. He was swimming in it. It's like you're wearing your dad's suit. All his, yeah. The suit's wearing him. Yeah. So my point is simple. There's indicators as to your age and what's age appropriate for you. I said, Sarah, you know what would look funny on me? An oversized baggy old guy suit, but you would know it also would look funny on me? A clown suit. A clown suit probably spot. But I said, you know what also would look funny on me? If I was wearing some out of a fashion blog. I picture you in more with, of like um, what do you picture a me? light blue powdered tux with ruffles and a top hat. I picture you in the matching orange one. <laughs> like, but. Like here, I feel like that suit. I feel like spot. I feel like the suit that I showed you in the little video when I tried my suit. Yeah. I feel like that's appropriate for me. It's a slimmer fit. Like look at, suit. Look yeah, at but like, like that. This. You like, think I could pull that off? You think I, I could wear a turtleneck? Yeah, and like should. no socks. Like I follow like certain like man blogs man of blogs. like um, how men dress. Man blogs. Because it's good to stay on top of these things. I get it. I think you find a compromise. 
I don't like the no sock showing your ankle look. I think it looks. I think it's. I think it's. I, a, I think it's like foofy looking. No, so it's a good style. I find a compromise where the pants in that suit that I was like rocking here. there. They're look very the slim See? fit pants. Yeah, that's sort of like the slim yeah, fit of pants honestly, I have. That's how my pants kind of I mean, fit spot because look at the bulge on this guy. My my pants and <laughs> it shows a lot of they're they're. See? Classic suit. I don't nice want to say bulge. they're high waters, but they're more on the high water side than than too long. You want it to be a little bit tight in the thigh, and you, then yeah, you want you want a snug thigh, no pleats, obviously. But I'm saying I yeah. think the ankle. Yeah. And you, you don't want, want the, ankle. You want the cuff to rest on your shoe when you are standing there. Oh, still. you can't you can't have baggy cuff of your sh- of your yeah, pant leg. The now. cuff is supposed to just rest Tapered, yeah. on the. Oh, it's supposed to just rest on the top of the shoe. Agree. That's how mine. Fit because I just bought you guys remember I got two suits for this wheel of a steel of a deal of two hundred eighty bucks I know two hundred eighty bucks for two suits Alfani Alfani so, so my point Which is you should get those because it says Alf in it I know that's why I, why I want it but no if you need a new suit like Kavino did a while back I do feel as though if you're roughly forty ish like all the guys in this room are you don't you don't want to look like the old guy with a shitty old baggy suit but I don't know. Unless you could pull off the style, I feel like I would look funny if I showed up to my friend's wedding with a turtleneck showing man leg, uh, no socks, and like loafers. They'd be like, "Really, Rich? I can't do what that." You like a? I, got, I, I wear. I'm a sock guy. You guys know this yeah. about me. I can't not wear socks. So just a reminder to appropriately dress for your age in the stylish way. There's there's in style for every age. I just say. Be in style for your age. Essentially, there's a compromise. Yeah, there's a, there's a good wanna, compromise. You don't want to wear a suit like a twenty something year old. And you don't want to wear the suit of a 60-something. You can still wear socks, but I think your suit should be a little bit more fitted. Um, can you please? Yes, but uh, you have it, to it needs to, be, it needs to be fitted. But you have to, and I mean in the thigh too. Like yes. The thigh oh, yeah. needs to hug. But I, I, you have to acknowledge that that look is going to be timely. So it's not going to be a forever suit. So don't well, invest no, a lot. In a, uh, don't, it, don't invest a lot in a tight suit. But if it's good for right now. Spot, I feel like uh, I could get another few wears out of the suit because for... A middle-aged guy, like I said, roughly 40. I think you could wear a slim fit, straight leg type of suit and it looks good. Soon enough, though, I feel as though... I think those are fine. I think soon enough... I think your jacket might be a little big. Look at those dick toes. I didn't... Around the waist. I, I need to button the look bottom the button. I didn't bottom the bottom. Oh, okay. yeah, it bottom button. The pants look great. Yeah. The jacket looks how good, many fits, bu- but around the waist, it looks a little... Right how there, many buttons see? is yeah, that suit? I, yeah, two buttons. So you I, know, I, I, just didn't bu- I have to button the bottom no, button. No, you're only supposed I to know. button one. No, because to make it slimmer fit, though. No, but on a two-button suit, you only button the top one. Do you see what I'm saying, yeah. Rich? Where it bails out? No, I got, no it bails out a little bit, yeah. But otherwise... Yeah, it's a fine-fitting suit. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. He's working you got to get the right shoes, though, too. Shoes are a great indicator. Yeah. You'll see some dude bust out his like weak-ass, old-looking sketch what I need to go get some shoes, I think. Get some shoes in a minute. I think that's a nice suit, though. I feel like oh, I you want good. a you know, I'll be honest. You want a little tip? I'm going to pat myself on the back. Well, you want a little tip? Yeah. Oh, Vesel- Vaseline on the sneaker? On Kevin the... K. Diddy knows what I'm talking about. I leave the room. Yo, so yeah. the shoe polish? Rich, one of your favorite places? Go to Target. Target? Oh, yeah. They, good they... fellow sell, sends. Sell shoes that are pretty decent. Yeah. yeah I will, then I will. I'll do that. Um, I'll pat myself on the back. I feel like. I feel like the world is uh, robbed of uh, my suit game. Not that I have a good suit game, but I feel like I'll, I feel like I'm one of those guys that look pretty good in a suit, but I never am required in life to wear a suit. I feel like if I was a business guy, I fucking would probably invest a lot of time and money in suits because I feel like I look good in a suit. Some people look good in a suit. By the way, Goodfellow, if you don't know, is a Target brand, but 
It's actually nice stuff. Yeah, no, I, they're, I like their, their, their zip ups and hoodies are nice too. Yeah, that like nice black quality or charcoal? stuff. Mine? Yeah. It's like a charcoal. Charcoal. Yeah. Last time I wore but Rich was debating when, oh, when I had this conversation with Rich, he was really it. leaning toward he should get like a Shane from yeah, Love is Blind. And, and that's why your sister and a bunch of the women on our like, in-show thread are saying, Spot, please find a picture of the Love is Blind reunion couch and look at all these dudes. ridiculous. These guys are wearing, like, they're too tight and they're showing like, not even just ankle, they're showing like leg. Yeah, it's like, like Shane, who is leg. the, by the way, Shane, I mean, on the reunion, sitting down. Shane on the reunion of oh, Love this, is Blind is it this image? makes me look not jittery. <laughs> I, I felt bad for the guy. The guy so, has anxiety on a level I can't even define. He's all coked up, I think. Is, oh, sorry. Is it uh, this one? Yeah, no. look at Yeah, look at All these guys? I mean, I think the guy on the left, uh, what's his name? Who, who's the... I can see inside this guy's bulge. Latino dude on the left. Sal. What's his name again? This Sal. Oh, I, I thought he was Latino. I'm sorry. Uh, Sal... Italian guy. That's a bulge. I think he is is Latino. Yeah, okay. He was singing mariachi music. Sal. That's a lot of leg. I think Sal looks good. I think if you're looking at the photo, Sal from Love is Blind, the guy on the left, I think his suit looks super appropriate. I think the second guy who's not wearing a suit jacket, I think showing ankle there and everything, that's fine for that look of that guy. Yeah, I think that's a good look. But Shane Oy on the right, the blonde guy. That's too much. Too much. Too I feel like I would look like a clown like that if I wore something like that. He looks like he has cankles in those shoes. And I agree with you, to be yeah. honest. Like, I feel like you're trying too hard. He has cankles. <laughs> like, what are those? Someone told him, Shane, wear this because you'll look what relevant. Is What's going on there? And, and look, he's a younger guy, so that's fine. That does but not look comfortable. You're 40-something years old, and that's your look? I look think you're ankles. In- I don't know. Maybe I could get that jacket taken in like an inch. I mean, I have a week before the wedding. I could go to, you know. Not unless you, you said it wasn't buttoned all the way. All right. You know, but. There you go. Uh, oh, yeah, you could I mean, totally. We're being extra critical, yeah. but it looked like it fit. Nice. You could, you could totally have that taken in in, you think in so? like yeah. a few days. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, for sure. Take, yeah, take to go into a nice little tailor. But again, it's the compromise. And Rich is right. Can I go to Terry Taylor or the Red Rooster? You, those baggy suits, those are. Yeah, for the birds. At least now. Maybe it is coming back, but it's not here yet. No socks look super goofy unless you're like a trend. In my mind, unless you're like Agreed, a really, Chris. if you're a handsome, trendy 20 something. Yeah, I don't even think I could pull off no socks. No socks. Doesn't you need, feel to, right you need to, to be like a fit 20 something year old, like good looking dude. Unless I have very sweaty feet. Rock no socks. But the look I could get behind is, like you said, Spot, the pants fit like right above the shoe. They're supposed to rest on the like shoe. Like rest on the shoe. Like, and yeah, when you're sitting down, they ride up a you little should, bit. You shouldn't, when, you, shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't have bunched up leg on your show. Nah, yeah, I'm, that's not the look right when now. When Giuseppe, the old tailor in your town, used to like feel, you know, he would feel your inseam and then he would move down your leg inappropriately. Mm-hmm. But then he would like, you know, they pull the pant leg down like, and then it rests on the shoe and then they do a little yeah. crease. So it has to rest right on. And then obviously when you're walking. So a lot of these, you see action shots of these men walking mm-hmm. when they take the photo. As you walk, it's going to creep up a bit, so you're going to see ankle. Yeah. But at rest, um, or when you're sitting, and when no. you put your leg up, you're going to see. You're going to see fine. ankle. You're going to see ankle. When you're standing straight up, it's supposed to just re- the cuff rests on the shoe. That's the compromise. You call that the John Crease, right? The John Crease. Yeah. John Crease. All right. Well, there you have it. Breaking out the suit for the first time in a couple of years, and I'm sure everyone else is probably going to, if they haven't already. But I'm proud of you because, again, like you said, that's the indicator of you put on a few pounds can too. Back, can we go back to? Does he have like diabetes or something? What's wrong with Shane's ankles? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, said, yeah, I, I think it's just too slim. I think it, those those God. socks are squeezing his toes. I'm sorry, those sne- those shoes are squeezing his foot. Those are kind of cool shoes, though. 
Just looks uncomfortable too. Unless he's got little heads on, little socks. Like that looks uncomfortable. Yeah, I can't. That's weak. Those shoes are weak. Oh, foofy. I don't like it. That's a nice look. Those are nice shoes. Good classic shoes. I like the blue and black. Send me a couple pictures of shoes that are in style later on today. Those Malabits? He's wearing some B. Yeah, he's got some good accessories. You need a good watch. Nice belt. I don't like anything square toes whack. So what are you punting for? Are you uh, kicking field goals? Hey, is, this, by the way, is, this a tie, is, a, is a tie clip still in style or is that like very 2000 something? Like a tie clip. I think they're cool. Uh, I like this, them. This I, is I, a, I'm an accessory guy though. So I like this shiny This is things. a very good look. I agree. I like the that, color. That guy's got I a like handsome the texture. suit on. Yep. I like the, the ensemble. Like this is a very good look. That's sound, bro. The Vato Loco for yeah. He looks smooth. He's looks smooth there. This is just try hard. Like the shirt, the open, the chain. Yeah. No, I get it. Right. Shoes. For people not on tier two, just look up uh, when you get a chance. Look up Love is Blind season two couch and it's all the dudes and they're all rocking, uh, you know, rocking their own style. Rich is right. I, lo- I got to read this because no one ever says that. Uh, Gabe especially, said Rich is right. Got to dress in style, but your age. That's the key. And that's my whole point. My mm-hmm. whole point is dress in style. Rich felt like he was at a crossroads. Yeah, I was like, I can't rock a younger look. It would look inappropriate, but I don't want to. I don't want to look outdated. And, and yeah. I don't think you, I'm not saying you but can't you pull it off to, either. I just think you're past it. You have to push the you're limits. You're a man. You're not a little you're fucking like, boy like that guy. You have to push the limits of of your style a little bit. Yeah, no, that's right. Say, like when I let me tell you how hard it was for me to put on a pink shirt and go to a, in public. But I, I feel like you look good at that Houdini it, place. It worked. You look good that day, man. Right, but it took a lot for me to be like, like I, I have said to you, I'm like, does <clears> this look okay? Do I look too bulbous? Like. I can't tuck anything in because I'm very barrel chested. No, so I look people like people emailed me about where you and I got our outfits. Right. And especially you. I'm like, I don't know where Spock got that shit. Email him. The I don't shirt know. was 5'4 and the shorts were was uh, Target. Nice, man. About p- piecing stuff together. All like right. It. But you have, to, you have to be a little bit risky. So you can't just be like, I'm a safe guy wearing a business suit. Yes. There to be different. Yeah, now, dare to be different. Before I give you a, a family update, I, I got to give you guys, if, for those that love and play along with the saga of where's my mom going to go? What's Marianne doing? Remember, she was going to move to Texas. I'll give you the whole recap. An update on my mom in a second, but I got to read. She's like Carmen Sandiego. I got to read a text I saw. And I got to read this text only because I got to ask you, has someone ever said something to you that you took personally. Like you, you, you don't want to admit it, but you're like, yo, they said something to me and I never looked at them the same way. You know how Amari Cooper, it looks like his days in Dallas are numbered. Yeah. You had, see this? Yeah, beef with Prescott. Reportedly, Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott got in a verbal confrontation after they lost to the 49ers in the playoffs. Cooper referred to Dak Prescott as the quote, Black Kirk Cousins in a meeting, and it sent Dak Prescott into a fury. So, is, have you ever said something to a friend, a girlfriend, a Here's family member? I'm talking it's about the behind the back or hearing secondhand. That's well, what. That's well, what. Or is it to? Or is like it to his face? It I don't his, know. I don't know. In a meeting, so I don't know. Maybe it was to his face. But has someone ever said something about you that you feel is unrecoverable? You br- the other day we brought it up that you mentioned the word to your ex, pipe dream. And you said that was it. That was it. You yeah. supported everything she did, but one time you said, "Well, I mean, I'm working hard, doing everything I can, and you know, you got these pipe dreams." I'm sorry, what? Oh fuck! I said pipe dreams. I told Cavino, uh, I don't picture him eating throughout the day, and he got really upset. Yeah, that's true. No, but has someone ever said something where it's it's a long term, like, "Yo, I, I can't fuck them." Because I don't know. I mean, it looks like that's one of the catalysts why Amari Cooper's 
out. He called Dak Prescott the Black Kirk Cousins. What have you ever said something or heard someone say something that was unforgivable? Me personally, when Nicole said I was trying too hard. No, Nicole said, uh, "What's he trying to accomplish? What's he something? trying to prove with his hair? What's he yeah. trying to prove? Yeah. When I had a funny haircut, it took me a long time to get over that. Uh, I'm like, well, what do we mean? What am I trying to prove? What are you trying to prove? It's a weird one, but it's true. Yeah. What do you, what? That bothered me. Um, I brought something up recently. I, I found out that some dude was saying I, he's a doorknob. I'm like, doorknob? What does that even mean? That bothered me. Held on to that for a while. Never liked the guy. It's an interesting thought. I mean, I don't have an answer, but think about it. Has someone ever said something to you or have you ever said something to someone where you're like, oh no, that's it. Can't come back from it. Can't come back. In fact, I got to credit my wife for something. Cause I, I love to make fun of her. But Sarah, from when we first started dating, she's adamant she's adamant about never saying something you don't mean in the heat of the moment like i've had ex-girlfriends say mean shit sarah's never said anything mean because she is a firm believer in taking a deep breath and not saying something you can't take back and i try so hard i've been successful for the most part with her doing that but it is it's very hard to bite your tongue in moments of of passion and arguing and disagreements but if you're Amari Cooper and you said, yo, Dak Prescott, you mean the black Kirk Cousins? Yo, guess what? Friendship, relationship, wide receiver, quarterback, camaraderie, done. There was a, there was this fat kid I went to high school with, right? Seriously. Yeah. And we were playing. He was saying it to me, though, but I didn't know what it meant at the time. We were playing basketball, and, and part of basketball is talking smack, yeah. right? That's just part of the game. But he kept calling me a non. And I'm like, it was bothering me because I didn't know what it meant. And I, till this day, I'm like, fuck that guy. Do you know what a non is? No. Non-athlete. Oh. And I was like, this fucker? Never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Pissed me off. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes it does sting a little bit, if you're going to be honest about it. Do I, do I... Well, on those things, absolutely not. I'm going in my my memory bank to try to remember some things that pissed me off. And they're few and far between. This one set off Dak Prescott to the point where he's out. And, you know, some people are saying, hey, Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. I, I, I think Kirk Cousins is underrated. He's one of those Colin Cowherd could probably pull up some good stats and say, yeah, who do you think this is? Who do you think this is? And you're thinking, oh, that must be uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, that's that's Kirk Cousins. He's a good, but yeah, I've had family it members was used as an insult. I've had family members that don't really uh, have a relationship like they could because words were said in passionate moments, and you can apologize. You can be the bigger man even and say, I regret saying this or that, and other people might say, I don't care. Like, can't deal with it. So saying something you don't mean, try not to do it. Take the Sarah Hoots approach of even in the most heated of moments, don't say something you can't take back because you may, for, you may forgive, but you'll never forget if someone disrespects you on the ultimate levels. It's called spite. Look into it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Honestly, 
even if you don't mean it, just saying it is like, oh, and that's, you know, to tie it into Love is Blind, they don't talk about what it is, but that goofball Shane with the blonde hair that looks like Gary Busey, him and the Asian chick apparently had some big fight that they won't tell the details of. Oh, I know. What did he say? He must have said something racist or Asian or something, or she must have called him like a, my insinuation is that she said something about him not being successful enough, and he probably went all racist. That's what my guess is. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I was like, that's. I was saying. I was telling Sarah, go. What do you think it Apparently, is? Apparently, they were going to get married on this show. To give you the quick and the story, day before the wedding. The day before the wedding, they got into a big blowout. A and drunk he fight. Said he was drunk. He said something that apparently was so unforgivable. It's a great example. Yeah. Because I wonder what it was. They wouldn't say it. Yeah, they didn't say. Oh, I, I gotta be. But I'm sure. And again, a lot of these things. I'm giving you like random examples. I'm sure a lot of women have said some like fucked up shit to me I, that I, I just forgot I about. I had an ex say something to me that was really terrible and I forgave her because I knew that she was just like a fiery, crazy person. I'm sure I just forgot about a lot my, of it. My ex-girlfriend, Kristen, she would probably tell, if you asked her today, she'd probably say, I never said that. She'd probably, I could promise you, she'd say, you think I said that? Oh, you damn! You don't think I? You think I remember the this? Question no you have to always ask yourself in these scenarios was, well, what did you say to get that? Yeah, to get to that point. And if you if your answer is nothing, then that's on her. I remember we were fighting about something, and I was all bummed out. And it was right around the time I got let go from Z100, and she said, which was your dream job, which at was the time. you know before knew that life would take me even on a better path with Kavino and Rich and Spot and ESPN and Fox and Sirius XM and all the things that we've accomplished together. This was before all that. This is when I got let go from Z100. So in my 24-year-old mind, oh man, did I peak already? Did I, did I work at the coolest place I'm ever going to work and I'm 24 unemployed now? That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I'm 24 trying to figure out what's next. Did I peak? And she looked at me. And said, oh, what are you upset? Because you're a nobody now? And I was like, you're nobody. I'm a somebody. What did you say? Because you're a nobody from Nowhereville. And I was like, oh I my God. Somebody. I remember thinking like, how can you say that to me? <laughs> like, that's cold blooded. But I, tri- I guess I chalked it up to like, yo, she's a passionate, crazy girl. Unforgivable. Yeah. For Dak Prescott. That's the story. That's, That's the Cowboys update. Are. Lisa hit us up saying that they insinuated that Shane said he hated Natalie and she's the worst thing that ever happened to him. I, it's got to go deeper than that. If you watch that show, he said some shit. Yeah. He must have been like, your ass stinks. I've never been with a dirtier ass than you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, said, yeah. I agree with Rich. I feel like he said some racial shit. Yeah, like. That's what happens like when you get tied up with Asians. What? Yeah, like, <laughs> he said something. I, I felt that too. Like, I was like, because they like, kept oh. it so quiet. Yeah. I feel like it had something to Ooh, do with that. Man. If someone Jeez. doesn't support your dreams and interests. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here we go. I promised I would give you an update on what's going on. Now, the saga of my mom was that she was trying to short sell her house, get out of her house on Long Island. This has been a saga for how long now? Years. Years. Seems, right? Years years so after years of trying to figure out what's next if you remember at one point marianne was going to move to texas i bought her a plane ticket i prepared the house in anticipation of her moving there i thought my mom would be living in texas we painted we fixed the house do you remember all this 
We did all this in preparation for my mom to move to New Braunfels, Texas. Week after week, it got delayed. It was supposed to happen, if you remember, Spot, it was supposed to happen around Thanksgiving. We're talking, I think Thanksgiving of 2020, possibly, of 2021. It was like a year and a half in the making. So we're talking like it got to the point where Marianne was supposed to move to Texas. Original moving date, then it turned into she's going to move to Texas. Then it turned into she's going to move after Thanksgiving, all oh, the holidays, the new year. Everything compiled on top of each other. And then if you remember, oh, I remember now, because in the beginning of the year, I was in Texas for months. So I was like, what a perfect time for you to come here because I'll be here with the family. So not only will you move to a new place, a new beginning, I'll be here in Texas. So what an easy adjustment. You'll have your son, daughter-in-law, and grandkids right down the block. So your transition to Texas will be easy. Didn't you say, I'll be right here. I remember you saying that. Never happened. You know what? I guess you could argue. All worked out. Sarah and I sold the house. Helped us pay for things here in Los Angeles. Marianne stayed in New York. The short sale and the closing just takes forever. You did everything you could, though. It's like, what is going to happen? I was like, I was like, when is this going to happen? When are you going to, when is, when is the closing? When is the short sale? What's going on? And the, the answer always was bank and the short sale. She's like, these things take a lot of time. And like, I feel like she was getting the runaround from you, people. You forgot one part. She was going to leave her boyfriend, Butch, too. Yeah, at one point it was like fresh start without Butch. And then it was like, well, she wants to stay with Butch. And do you remember I went to New York to help her pack her stuff and move? By the way, how much did uh, Butch get for his uh, super short cut off denim shorts? Said it was a short sale. Oh, yeah. uh, short sale? Uh, with the Harley logo on them? Yeah. Oh, uh, $24. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like really short cut off jean shorts. Yeah. So. Man. My mom, who Steal then was like, well, I'm going to stay with Butch. And I'm like, well, you know what? If Then you do what you need to do. I got your back. Do you remember I went to New York to help her pack her shit? And it was I like, a, it, it wasn't a wasted trip because I saw friends and family. We had a great time. I, we had a nice time. But if you remember, I did like a solo mission with the sole intention of packing her shit up. I believe that was in March, which means that that's so funny. The last year went so fast. I keep thinking we're in like the end of 2021 right now. We're in March already of 2022. Yeah, that was a year ago. So we're talking a year and a half ago spot on Thanksgiving 2020. Marianne was going to move in, I believe. So anyway, she's going to, she was going to end up staying with Butch and they were going to figure it out. And then the plan turned to, she was going to move to Maryland near my brother. Remember Lutherville, Timonium, the whole Maryland area where my brother is. And I was like, all right. Then it was like, I don't know if Jimmy wants me there. She didn't know if her brother, my brother wanted her there. Jimmy didn't seem like he wanted her there. Didn't, didn't give her the old welcome feeling. Like, it's a whole story in itself, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, my brother made it seem like it would be more annoying than exciting to have her in town. Like, oh, if you move here, what do I need to do? You know, like, it's like, I don't know. How about you embrace mom, you doofus? But he had nothing. He wanted nothing to do with it. He's 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 wrapped up in his life with his wife and kid and his mother-in-law. So Jimmy was just made it very clear. I don't own the state of Maryland. If you want to move here, you can. But like I'm not. Without saying it, he was like, "Yo, I'm not pumped about it." Which is odd because it's not just to make it clear. It's not that she was moving in with your brother. That was never no, the it was case. Like in the town, right? So. 
Turns out that that was the plan, right? Spot, you gave it two shot. You don't need a close up on me. This whole you're time. telling a story. I, I want to give you that's your, true. I appreciate your that. dramatic emotions. Dramatic emotions. Um, and that was the plan up until like a week ago or so. She tells me every day I ask her, by the way, you, do you ever have the same conversations with your parents? Hey, what's going on? Hey, by the way, you have a closing date yet? I feel like I asked that question every day of my life. I feel like more than, hey, second to, hey, Kavino, what'd you do yesterday? My second most asked question every day. You have a closing date yet? Every day of my life. Finally, it looks like the closing is going to happen. What? Within, a, within, the, within the next week or so. Wow. So at that point, my mother needs to figure out what the hell, where is she going? I was like, the day again, that never comes. These, these, are, these, are the, these are the things that like I worry about only because I love her and I care and I, I try to be as good and, and helpful as a son as I can. I feel like my mother, she's never lived in an apartment in her life. So I'll ask her questions like, did you fill out applications? Did you like, what, what, what John Dillerman, what due diligence have you done? Like, if this closing happens in two weeks, where the fuck are you going? Like closing means like you're out, right? She's packed. She's all good. But I'm like, where are you? Where are you going? Fucking center Dave Matthews. There's space between. And she's like, oh, I, I'll call. She's going to show up at your house in the rain with Butch. And Butch is going to look at you and say, we've got nowhere else to go. I don't know. I have no clue. I was like, where are you going? What are you going to do? She's like, I'll here. be, I'll be fine. Rain's on Butch. And I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, You'll be fine. I'm like, I was, all I kept thinking, I was like, if you are going to Maryland, if you are going to Maryland, don't you think you should reach out to these communities, these town, these little townhouse or apartment complexes that you, that you've scoped out and been like, Hey, let me at least get the application process done. What do you need? First and last month. Is there a pet deposit? Is there this? Like you need to, you need to put your fucking ducks in a row. And this is something she's never done in her whole life. Because she ducks? She's bringing the ducks. Why else would she need a pet deposit? Right? <laughs> so. You thought it was for Bush. All, all I kept thinking. Butch. Butch's troughs. He just wears a collar. Man, we need, your, we need your pet deposit. For what? Butch. Oh, no. Butch is a person. He wears a collar with a thing. It says Butch. So my obviously initial thoughts all go to what you're thinking. Oh. Like. Like go, just, relabel you know, go, uh, you know, fill out your stuff. Do what you need to do. Like, what are you doing? Have you scoped out? Have you scoped out what you're doing? And the answer always is like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it now. So I, it's just aggravating. Right. And then I think she was, I think she got fed up. I think my brother must've said one thing that must've, uh, did he call her Kirk cousins? It's like, you're like, you're like the mom, Kirk cousins, <laughs> you're like the Kirk cousins of moms. <laughs> That's funny. So <laughs> Jimmy must have said something. Maybe it wasn't intentional. I'm not blaming Jimmy. Jim Plunkett Jimmy, Jimmy sucked. Jimmy's got his own life and Jimmy's got his own things that I'll never relate to or understand. And Jim, you know, Jimmy's lived his own life. I can't blame him. I, I, I'm not, I don't agree that I don't agree with how dismissive he is with, with our mother. But listen, if he's living his own life and he's got his own things, yeah, he doesn't need added drama. I get that. But I would be a little more welcoming, right? The one thing that's never fair when we talk about this because Jimmy's not here to defend his side. Yeah. Is how unmanageable he might think it is to deal with your mom. 
I look at it. From, he's li- he I, lived I look at it longer than you did. I, I, yeah. So there might be things that you don't. No, but not only that, Jimmy. I like think he Jimmy may have been like, I tried. I think Jimmy's take is that. I think Jimmy's take is like, you know, I, I have, you know, I have a son who needs a lot of attention. I have a, a wife. I live with my mother-in-law. Do I now need my mother, who's probably needy, living down the block? Like I'm already. Jimmy's probably like, I'm already dealing with a lot. He's overwhelmed. I don't need because then that, what does that include? Does that include me being like? Oh, I got to go bring mom to the store. I got to do this. I got to, he's probably thinking it's I your don't. mother, bro. I know, but yeah. I'm just telling, I'm just saying from the way Jimmy acts, she needs though, her ass wiped. No, but the, the way Jimmy acts is you would think she was moving in with him and that's, and that would totally yeah. have his side. Like, yeah, that sounds like a little much. Yeah. But I, I guess I got to take his perspective, right? Yeah. But look at it this way. He must've said something where she got the impression like, I don't, uh, I'm not, Maryland's not going to work. Maryland's not going to work. Like Jimmy must've just been like, Oh, it's happening. Oh, all right. I guess let me know. I guess like he must've said something where Jimmy mom, it just clicked for Marianne in a good way. Like, listen, I kept, I keep telling, I said, I love you. Lori loves you. Jimmy loves you. Your family loves you, but stop chasing the approval of your one kid that doesn't want you near them. No offense to Jim. I was like, it's like Lori's in New York. I'm in California. Yo, if you told me I'm moving down the block in California, I'd be stoked about it. Just, I know you can't afford it. No offense. You can't. You, California is way expensive. You're trying to downsize moving to Southern California. You're doing the opposite. You're going to be paying more for rent than you couldn't afford in your mortgage in this house. Put her so, in the ghetto. So I was like, I, I, she's going to be living in East LA. No. Um, so I said, stop chasing the approval of your one kid that no offense doesn't seem to be welcoming. Be welcoming. I'm like, what? It's like, why are you chasing after? It's it's typical, not just in relationships. It's typical with anything. A lot of times you chase the approval of the person that doesn't, yet you're like not showing the love back to the one that gives it to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, how many times have you dated a girl that uh, you, you give attention to the one that doesn't give you attention back and you're ignoring the one that's so nice to you? Yep. So I said, listen, what's your game plan? She goes, well, my mother has a cousin that lives down in South Carolina that she talks to. So she may go visit her for a minute. She's not going to live there, but Marianne has been researching and I helped her. And it looks as though, here's the outcome. It looks as though once this happens, my mother might be moving to Port Ritchie, Florida, uh-huh. Gulf Coast. Why not, Port, why not Port Jimmy? Why not Port Jimmy? Not or, anymore. Or Port Lori. Port Jimmy doesn't want in there. Port Jimmy. She knows someone. Garbage. She knows someone that lived in Port Ritchie that Port loved Ritchie. it. My mother. She I, loves it. That is Richie. I convinced oh, my Richie. her. I convinced her that. I convinced her that this whole East Coast weather thing that you're like, oh, the seasons. I'm like, that's for birds. I'm like, Port Ritchie sounds nice. I was like, you're in your 60s, mom. It's like, I think this is, I, I'm like, I endorse this move. If you're Florida, like, warm like Florida, all year I, was round. Like, I was like, how much are the rents of the, of the places you're looking at? She's like, I found really nice two bedrooms in an area with like a, a pond and a, this, and a, there's a, you know, there's a gym and a, this, and there's, it's like a, an amenity filled, like 60 plus community. And like the rent is like 900 bucks. And I'm like, this is perfect for you. I was like, if you are okay with it and you and Butch get a U-Haul head down there, start your life over. I'm like, I'll be honest, that seems way better than going somewhere where you don't feel welcome. So the update. The only downside of this is 
is everybody's completely spread out. Yeah. So if your sister, if your mom happened to be in Maryland or New York or California, at least it's which uh, someone's there now. Now Rich's mom is in Florida. Which coast is this? His brother's in Maryland. Gulf, Gulf Coast. Rich is in L.A. Port Richie. And Rich's sister's in New York. You're t- like 45 minutes to an hour from Tampa. Uh, send uh, Jason in Tampa a few bucks every month to go check on. That's Jay- that's the only downside. Jason. Yo, Jason, Jason. Tampa's like, no, nah, hey, I'm good. I got a deal ah, for you. Jason, I'm good. Let's talk. I'm good. I'm good. Richie, I don't think Jason wants me there. Oh, because this isn't going to work. <laughs> so um, nothing's official, but I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a spur of the moment game plan. And listen, nothing's permanent. If you don't own a house, you could rent somewhere and move, right? That's sort of like the, the novelty of like, I, I keep telling him, I'm like, guess what? Here's the crazy part. If you don't like it, move. Move. Yeah, but that sounds like. No, it sounds it sounds should, tricky, but I was like, it's, it's you know, keep, so, always you know, keep in mind. Your mom only probably lived in three different places in her you, whole life. I know. If you give her a year. Yeah. In, in sunny, warm Florida, you know, she gets to experience. I, said, I, I think after a year, if she hates it. I said you then you figure find, something out. Maybe she'll leave Butch and find herself a nice Cuban guy. Oh, Papa? Yeah. And no, I said, you can call me Papi. I'm your mom's new man. A nice, like, Desi Arnaz type. Like a Babaloo. So where yeah, are we stand right now? Uh, your friend Jeanette found a nice Cuban guy. Yeah. Maybe, where, oh, maybe there'll be someone at the wedding that you can where, set her up with. Where I stand right now is within a few weeks, Marianne might be headed down to Florida. And I said to her, I said, yo, listen, you go down to Florida. I'll visit with Sarah and the kids this summer at some point. And I was like, you're an hour from Disney. You're an hour. She's like, there's all these like, she's like, there is a dino park land. There's amusement parks. There's a sea world. I'm right by the, the, the apartments I'm looking at are right near the ocean. It's I'm just, like, it's, I was like you know of, what? it's just North of Tampa. I was like, you know what? I have, I have like three or four friends it's on the coast that live in Florida <clears throat> that I'm like, yo, I could, I could take a week in Florida, get a couple lunches, spend time with mom. And I said, you know what? To be honest, you. go see Barnando. To be honest, I told her, I said, I'm nice more, I said, I am, I am way more inclined to go with Sarah and the kids to Florida, hang with you, go see uh, my old buddy, Kid Kelly, my, uh, you know, I have a few buddies the... that live down in Florida, Barnanda, like, I got I, you. my cousins live And I there. said, you know what? And, and Sarah's got some extended family in Florida. So I said, you know what, mom? I endorse this move completely. I'm like, whatever you need. Um, oh, that's perfect. I was like, you tell me what you need. I'll be down there. I'll help you move in. I'll do the show from there for a couple of days, whatever you need. But but make a decision and be already, prepared. Be prepared. Stop with your unpreparedness. I already found the, the place that the two of them can hang out. Like they can go there like five nights a week. They can go hang at the Dirty Mullet. Nice. Perfect for them in Port what Ritchie, Florida. A great place. The mom, Dirty Mullet. Science. No, maybe my mom, maybe my mom could uh, be the hostess at the Dirty Mullet. <laughs> at the Dirty Mullet. And, Table and Bush, for two. This could be the logo. Man, they, the, the wigs. <laughs> the wigs here are Bush so realistic. The, logo. The, the wigs are so realistic here on the on the waitstaff. <laughs> Wait a second, is uh, he the owner? <laughs> hey. So, hey, welcome to the Dirty Mullet. <laughs> and I and I said, listen, can you just be a greeter? And sure. I, I said, uh, you know what? And I, I said to my mom, I go, I haven't always had the best respect or relationship with butch but if that if you and him are happy together and you want a fresh start i'm like i i i've never had enough against someone where i'm gonna be mad i'll I'll gladly go down there visit you guys go out to lunch with you i I, i'm fine with butch if if that's what you if that's what you want i said you know what florida to me florida to me for a, a New Yorker who's in her sixties who really needs to downsize financially, but what's your dad? What's your dad gonna do when he finds out that Butch joined a new motorcycle gang? 
called the Hell's Gators. Hell's Gators. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I was that, the Hell's I'm Gator. the Hell's Gators. The Hell's I'm the Gators. Hell's Gators. And you know what? To me, wait it's... Wait a uh, second. Yeah, I joined a new motorcycle gang. What's it called, Butch? <laughs> called the Hell's Gators. So, oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't like that. I mean, I don't care. I wish your mother the best, but that's that's mine. That's I'm the Hell's I'm Gators. The that was my softball team. I'm the original. <laughs> I I agree with Terry, but I don't. I disagree with Terry. I used to think this way. She goes, "I'd rather be without a guy than be with the wrong one." At this stage of my mom's life, company, comp, unless it's an abusive jerk off. Which Butch is not abusive. He's a nice, a nice enough guy. It, sometimes someone keeping someone company is better than being alone. Alone is probably the worst for some people. Yeah. A therapist may say the opposite, but my mother alone is the worst possible. I like scenario. this story. So yeah, I, I think uh, because here, here's the thing: Rich Tropical is, Breeze Casino. Rich is like he said, more inclined and, and more excited to visit his mom in Florida than he would be visiting her in fucking Maryland. No offense. My brother's lived in his house for five years. Never yeah. invited the family for like, hey, we're, we're like, I wait for my brother to one day be like, hey, everybody, we're doing Thanksgiving at my house. I told him, I told him, party I told my, my brother, or... I told my brother a year ago. I said, listen, you've had your house years. I've never been there. I'm like, I'm not going to invite myself. But if you ever did say, hey, you know what? This year we're going to do Easter or Thanksgiving or something. I, I'll be there. But uh, he, never, he never does. He lives his own little personal life. So if Jimmy lives his own personal life, no offense. I'm not going to hold it against him. He's my brother. I love him. But if if my mother's not moving to Maryland, I I really do feel like living in Southern California, which I'm far away from everyone. Everyone's spread out, like you said. But where would I be most inclined to take Sarah and the kids on a plane? I'd imagine, to be honest, Florida. Hey, Sounds mom, we're nice, going to go right? to SeaWorld. Mom, we'll go to Honestly, the beach. I wish my parents would move to Florida. Hey, mom. Give me a reason to go somewhere cool. Hey, mom. I'm we're, sick. Uh, I don't have no fun in New Jersey. Hey, mom, we're going to come there for five days. We're, we're gonna, we'll gonna we go to SeaWorld. We'll go that. And one of the days you can watch a kid. Sarah and I will dip away. I'm going to go get lunch with Kid Kelly, who's like an hour from there. Like, I have different friends that are down there now. Uh, you know, our friend, uh, my ex, Kristen, and her husband, and their kids that are Emmy and Ben's age live, like, I think within an hour. So, like, I feel like there's a. Uh, if I go down there, I'd actually be able to have more of an adventure with the family than if I did go to Lutherville, Maryland. No offense, Lutherville, Maryland. But there's the update on mom. I told you guys I, I would share. But to be honest, I don't think my siblings are confirmed on this yet because my sister's about to have a baby. So I think my mom's sort of like not trying to rattle her, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But... um, Sounds like fun. I think it's Why? Because they've been so supportive of her? Spot, my siblings are great, but if you read between the lines, I'm the only one that's like hyper involved. Exactly. Like so, I feel like my mother would be living under a bridge. They don't deserve they don't deserve the right to to dictate what she's with doing butch with her on a motorcycle. So um, I'm sorry. So yeah, and you know what? I'll be honest, my really mother's upset, and my mother's all excited because she she uh, my mother's like and Rick DeSantis seems like my mother seems to think DeSantis is awesome. So she's like, Maybe Florida's a great start. I'm like, you go at it, mom. Have at it. I, I hate seeing other people take their mother for granted. I, Spot, I could understand that 100% based right? on you losing your mother yeah. what, a, a year and a half ago, right? Yeah. Two almost two years ago. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. No, Spot, yeah. so I, I get it. Ago, so you must, you must want to slap my brother. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's, absolutely. That's great perspective, yeah. Yeah. You know? But again, he, he has his reasons. Who knows? Who gets you know. so, Hey, flying? go to Florida. I think it's great And idea. you know, if, if, Butch, if Butch and Florida work for my mom, and I know my mom already contacted a couple places down there like... And she contacted someone 
at like a florist or a, fl- a flower plant. And they're like, oh, there's a lot of j- a lot of good part-time jobs for like seniors down here and stuff. So my, I was like, mom, get a job working in like a little nursery or flower place. And my mom likes gardening. I'm like, you could start your whole new life. I keep telling, I was like, if you take care of yourself and live to 80, 90 years old, you have a lot of life left. Don't do this whole, I'm in my mid sixties. It's over. I'm like, you got plenty of time if you want to. Yeah. I was like, if you want to have a defeatist attitude, like life's over. Fucking, you have years of grandkid visits and chilling in Florida. I was like, do it. And your, your kids will be excited to go to Florida. They'll associate grandma with Florida and fun times. And yeah. yeah. That's you'll, what I said. Just, you'll go and you, you have Disney right there. Beach, my, my kids are both Disney. obsessed. My kids are both obsessed right now with dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, there's a dino park adventure thing near the, where I'm looking. I'm oh, like, I got to look at oh, this. Look at that. Oh, yeah. See if oh, you I got to find this. See Port Ritchie dino <laughs> I something. I got to find this. Dino park adventure. <laughs> oh, I got to find this. Is it next to the dirty mullet? Jason, I th- my mom's going to live next door to you, Jason Brown. <laughs> I'm going to say, and you and Butch would get along swimmingly. In your pool. In your pool. In your pool. Hey, Jason, it's me, Butch. So while, while What's up, my man? Spock calls right, us up, we want to thank you guys for all the feedback. Remember, we're going to be broadcasting from Vegas. Actually, are we doing a free Twitch? No, right? Because is it Dinosaur World? Jason, I feel like it is. Jason, debate me on this for one second. Is it Dinosaur World? If it is, show, show everyone a picture. And then I, I feel like Jason. Oh, that's near Tampa. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, Tampa's like an hour. No, oh, no, there's one north of it. Oh, there's a, the Spring Hill pink dinosaur? I don't know. My mom's like, there's a dinosaur thing. I was like, oh. Is this it? This thing? No, I don't think that. I don't think it's one dinosaur. I think it's, it's like an exhibit th- spot. I think it's no, like this a, is it. Yeah, that's it. The, the pink dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh. built in 1959. She was yeah. going to Ben's going to be like, I, this I, is J- it? I, I think Jason, uh, Jason might be funny because he's like... Uh, he's trying to deter snowbirds from the East coast, but he goes, if your mom's not financially set, Florida's not the place. I think that is the place I'm telling you right now. The Trust apartments, me, my mom's are, California. The, the apartments my mom are looking at are looking at, are they're like nice little quaint mom type two bedroom apartments for like $900. And I'm like, yo, good luck finding a place. Like I would tell my mom move out here to LA. No, no problem. Yeah. But you know what the minimum she'd be paying is what? Two grand, $2,500. She can't afford that. There is a dinosaur world. It's really cheesy. Perfect Jason for me. Says. Oh, dinosaur Tampa. world. That's oh, on the outside dino Tampa. world. Dino world. That's a, a, a big update because this has been an ongoing saga and we wish Rich's mom the best. And, and, if, things go, and if things go wrong, my mama Butch, I'll tell Butch that I have a friend Jason he could stay with. There you go. Hey, real quick to make this topical. Yeah. We mentioned Charles Entman died at 92. Well, we can't got to announce the biggest news. Yeah, alert. I'm getting to that. Okay. Um, Sorry. Dude, Macho Camacho died he was murdered you know this yeah i remember that he was murdered in 2012 in puerto rico as of yesterday five men were charged for his brutal murder five men five men and macho hector macho camacho's mom was like you know justice was served you know he could live in peace she could live in peace now he could rest in peace so the original macho man in my opinion just kidding hector macho camacho's murderers were arrested this is dinosaur world, by the way. Or convicted, I should say, of murder. Oh, there's been. You know what? The kids would like that shit spot. Yeah. No, I'm going to dinosaur world with the kids. Exactly. Oh, look, they would love that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell my I'm going to get my mom hyped up. That's Speaking little, of. That's a little gruesome. Yesterday. Or Richie. I well, think that's cool, actually. This is outside of town. Dino world. Dinosaur world. Yesterday, speaking of oh, look, Macho Camacho, who Macho Camacho was murdered in Puerto Rico. He shot in the face, dude. Um, I thought this wasn't a real Boxing dinosaur. legend. It was 25 years ago yesterday 
Notorious B.I.G. was killed in L.A. So the anniversary there. Tiger Woods. Oh, sorry. Officially <laughs> accepted into the Golf Hall of Fame. I just realized I'm looking at dinosaurs. And uh, <clears throat> I didn't see it, but apparently his... Apparently! Apparently his daughter stole the show, like made everyone cry. Who's? Tiger Woods' daughter. Oh. Made a speech about her dad. And he's officially into the Golf Hall of Fame. And just now, breaking news from Jeff Passan, MLB and the Major League Baseball Players Association have reached a tentative agreement on a new labor deal, sources tell ESPN. While it still needs to be ratified by both parties, while it still needs to be ratified by both parties, that that is is expected expected to be be a formality. formality. And when it is, baseball is back, baby. So there you I have it. Baby. Tentative agreement. Good. Let's go. Play. Good. Players play. can report to spring training camps as early as tomorrow. Play ball. Opening day is expected to be April 7th. Okay. I'm, I can get um, with that. Transactions unfreeze upon ratification. Uh-huh. Final vote from the eight on the executive subcommittee and 30 player reps per sources 26 to 12 in favor, fav, favor, in favor of the new labor agreement. And I'll end, well, that's great news. Rich had great news, and I'll end on a fun tip from Skeletor. Now, Skeletor not only you know, gives you fun facts, he gives you like yeah, great advice. Till next time. It's just, just until next time. It's just a just fun because, advice from Skeletor. Just because your flight keeps getting delayed doesn't mean the show has to No, no, to spot. I was just telling Kavino, no, like, we're I, I still have to pack. Yeah. Because so. yeah. <laughs> you know I'm not packing, right? <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to use this trick. The, show. the Skeletor tip I'm going to use every time Rich calls me because Rich is a typical example of, you could have texted me that. Mm-hmm. All right. the time. Constantly. Start every phone call with my phone's about to die. That way you can hang up on them whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Till <laughs> next time, you bumbling fool. That's your fun fact. I'm going to do that. Hey, yo, yo, yeah, my phone's about to die. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, I think Rich will catch on. Wait a minute. Kavino again? Yeah. I mean, your uh, phones do dive quite frequently, so it is. Uh, yeah. So look out for us in Vegas. Right, we'll be, yeah, we'll be guys. in Vegas until Saturday they'll night. Be the one, they'll be the ones with the white tigers. Yes. Yeah. I'm yes. Feeling and in. the ascot. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Actually, no. We'll, uh, you know, Kavino and I will do Behind the Velvet Rope this weekend Please from do. Vegas. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably do one tomorrow. A Kavino and Rich tier two Behind the Velvet Rope. We can't do a free Twitch Friday because we're working what, in the morning. You know what I would like to see? What? What do you want to see, Spot? The state of Vegas. The so sta- take us around. Behind the velvet rope and the see, state of Vegas. And see, like, you know, how everyone's just doing their thing. Yeah, and it's back in Nevada. Like, just, no, like, go through the casinos. Yeah, we'll no, die. So joking. we'll do a behind the velvet rope tomorrow. And also, I want to see some cars. And we'll see some booties some, and cars and everything. I want to see the new DeLorean. All right, perfect. Thank you, Steve um, Musso. Happy birthday to your dad, Jason Brown, Greg Kelly. Cool. And everyone uh, hitting us up. Kenneth, we appreciate you. Awesome. All right. And uh, Jason Brown, I'll give uh, Marion Butcher phone number. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. <laughs> Bye, guys.